The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. Classic Hits Power 99 Sports presents High School Football. Third and six at their own 31-yard line. Everybody in the box and back to passes. Jones trying to set up a screen. Backside, Larchek is wide open. There's nobody within 30 yards. 30, 20, left sideline, 10, block, touchdown. This afternoon, the Arcadia Loop City Rebels travel to the Panhandle to battle the Hemingford Bobcats. High School Football and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Third down and all of five yards to go here. Fake the handoff. Little hitch and go. Went go a little late to Miner. It's picked off by Rogers at the 17-yard line. Arcadia Loop City has won three straight and looks to keep their season alive with their road win this afternoon in Hemingford. It's the Rebels and the Bobcats coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Hemingford right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good evening, everyone, from Hildreth, Nebraska. It is the second Friday of the State High School football playoffs, where not only is 11-man going on, so are the six-man playoffs. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker, our producer-engineer Cassie Sloan. So glad to have you along for what is going to be a six-man state quarterfinal game here on Power 99 as Wilcox Hildreth takes on the Mustangs of McCool Junction. Six-man is one of those you have to see. you got to come watch one of these games. Used to cover them a ton uh, years ago. Got a chance to watch Wilcox Hildreth play Harvard, actually, last year in the regular season. And, Larry, those two teams didn't play this season, and so many people believe that they are one and two, and they've been one and two in the rankings. Hay Springs will have something to say about that. Harvard already a winner today. They've advanced on to the state semifinals, beating Cody Kilgore 70-37. to Harvard will host the winner of this game next Friday night. But, uh, it's wide open, and you better know how to tackle. Yeah, it's an interesting game, Doug, in that normally in a football game, you want to be really big up front, right? And you want to be kind of fast. Otherwise, here, you kind of you don't want to necessarily be giant up front because everybody is eligible. You want to have speed everywhere. And these two teams kind of look like an eight-man team. They're really big up front, and they got big, giant, fast backs uh, back behind. And like in any six-man game, there will be a ton of offense tonight. But the Wilcox-Hildreth team, Doug, brings a tremendous amount of offense into tonight. 4,000 yards of offense on an 80-yard field is big time to this point. And they bring in, of course, A.J. Jenkins, over 2,000 yards rushing so far on the season on a team that's rushed the ball for 3,000 yards. So it flat out goes through A.J. Jenkins' hands. And the funny thing is, they throw it more than McCool Junction does. McCool Junction, you can't even really tell just picking up a stat sheet who their quarterback is. It's Dana Hobbs getting the start tonight, but Owen McDonald has played the quarterback position for this team and played it a little bit tonight. Their eye back is Hunter Cole. He's rushed for nearly 1,300 yards on the season, so the numbers aren't quite as dynamic. But another thing you look at is how long do these guys play? A.J. Jenkins has those 2,000 yards with probably not touching the football in the fourth quarter, maybe outside of the SEM game. And you look at who McCool Junction has played this year. Only two of the teams they played made the six-man playoffs. A lot of one and seven and two and six of this. Yeah, and you're exactly right. You know, last week uh, Wilcox Hildreth scores 100 points, Doug, in, in, in that game. And in watching that film this week, here's the interesting piece. As an 11-man coach, I can tell you that this is even an eight-man when I coached in an eight-man. 
you'd love to get 60 to 70 plays in a game to try to get 35, 42 points. They score 100 points last week, and I don't know that they had 30 plays in that game, Doug. That's right. I think the offensive number was somewhere around 32. They scored on five straight possessions where it was one play, one play, one play. And you'll hear from a head coach, Eberhardt, it's not so much the 100. It was the 56 that they gave up to Creek Valley. And again, Creek Valley, a team that had an extremely long losing streak before finally getting some wins this year and making it into the playoffs. So maybe the team out of Chapel will be uh, the future here because they had some big boys last week. Yeah, you know, when I saw the score last week, 100 to 58, I looked at that and went, oh, Creek Valley probably got a bunch of late points. But in watching that film, Creek Valley's in that game the whole way. That's a legit football game. Yeah, they played, uh, they played and that's how you get to 100. If, if the other team's scoring, you're getting them two to one. That's basically what it was. Well, Cox held with two to one them, and instead of it being uh, 70 to 37 or, or like today, that's two to one. Cody Kilgore and Harvard, it's 100 to 56. Yeah, and if you're McCool Junction coming into tonight, you know it really is about stops. In six man, you're going to get some scores. You've got to find a way to get Wilcox Hildreth on the ground. And I'm just telling you, when you look at A.J. Jenkins, he'd be a 1,000-yard rusher in 11-man football. This is a for-real athlete. Yeah, he is going to be an All-Stater again, obviously, for Wilcox Hildreth. But uh, last year, uh, they we came up short of uh, making their goal, and they had so many guys back on this year's team. Uh, many people feel that they're the favorite, obviously, here tonight, and that it's too bad that they and Harvard would meet next week. But one game at a time, and we'll talk about that with the coaches. Jared Weiss of McCool Junction and Gabe Everhart of Wilcox Hildreth. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Classic Hits Power 99. Want to remind you that we also have high school football coming up on uh, two 7 o'clock kickoffs. Adams Central and Wahoo on 1230 AM KHAS. Sutton at David City Aquinas on the breeze 94.5. Those games tonight at 7, and as always, on PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Listen on at PlatteRiverPreps.com. A winner over Hyannis today as well. The other six-man game, Spalding Academy, is out there at Hay Springs, and they kicked off about 30 minutes ago, and we will keep you updated. But here it's Wilcox Hildreth and McCool Junction. We'll hear from the coaches right after this on Power 99. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. Why choose a local, independent agent such as Risk and Insurance Solutions? Roger Girl and Bob Crocker represent many different insurance companies so they can compare coverage and price to get you the best possible value. Committed to customers and their community, they are a very proud supporter of all the athletes in and out of the game. Best of luck tonight from Roger Girl and Bob Crocker of Risk and Insurance Solutions with an office in Kearney but keeping you covered where you go, at home, in the automobile, and on the farm. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, getting ready for a six-man quarterfinal appearance here in Hildreth as McCool Junction rolls in to take out Wilcox Hildreth, and we're joined by the head coach of the Mustangs, Jared Weiss. And, Coach, a pretty good run your team has made so far this season. I suppose you've been asked time and time again about making the transition from eight-man, in fact, dropping from D1, not even from D2, all the way to six-man. You have right in that 
you look at your roster, you're kind of right on that teeter. You've got enough kids that you're comfortable at six, but probably not enough that you would have been comfortable at eight. Tell us a little bit about the transition this team has made. Well, last last fall after the football season was over with, we uh, were discussing with our administration and, and community and had a big meeting on it. And We were looking at our numbers for football coming into this season. We only had in about 12 kids that were going to play. And so the transition of six-man was an easy one, and the community bought into it. And our administration, obviously, were in favor of it. And then come out to the season and end up getting the transfer in, and a couple other kids decided to go out. And so we actually had a roster of 19, and we're down to we're down to 18 now. But like I said, we the the transition of six-man has gone really well. The kids have bought in. They've they've enjoyed it. They've they've embraced it, and it's been a good thing for us so far. If you look at returning starters you really kind of had five on one side and six on the other but that was at the eight-man level how many of these guys made position switches and what did you do differently personnel wise we had a couple a couple kids that that had played in our in our backfield last year that kind of moved up front um to to help us out to the best that they could and help and help the team out however these kids basically have played almost every position even last year in eight men they were playing multiple positions so the change the change to the positions that some of them are playing now aren't really as new as what people would think because they have, they did play a little bit last year because we had had a bunch of injuries last year, so we had to move some guys around. So they're comfortable with what they're, with what they're doing. The biggest thing was just understanding the terminology of six man and the, the different rules that were set forth according, uh, you know, uh, difference in the eight man game. Jared Weiss, the head football coach at McCool Junction, joining us here. You got off to a good start and you got tested in week two when you played Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family. Were you surprised at all with the start the team had this year? You know, going into the season, I wasn't. I wasn't overly surprised. I thought. I thought we had the speed to compete at this level, and and this game. And I knew in a six-man game, you know, you got to have some speed. And I thought we had, you know, four or five guys that that can run really fast. And I, I knew going into Humphrey that I thought that would be a big challenge for us. And the kids come out and and played really well. And and I thought from there on out, I thought, you know, we had a good chance to be pretty decent this year after we beat a good, very, very good Lindsay Lloyd family team. As we take a look at your football team and, and learn a little bit more about it, uh, we'll talk about Wilcox Hildreth. They've got some great running backs. Your young man is Hunter Cole. He's a senior. He's got uh, a good frame on him, and uh, he's kind of the guy you put the backpack on. Yeah, he he come in in about six one one eighty somewhere in there, and and just he played football down in Texas the last couple of years, and just a real solid, real solid football pa- uh, football player. Great running back, um, has a nose for the end zone, runs hard. Um, stays low, runs with his shoulder pads down, and and just really embraces running the football. and And we're pleased to have him. Not you know really pleased to have him. And he's doing a great job for us. You don't ask a lot out of your pass game uh, from this football team, and part of the reason is you probably haven't had to. You've used a couple of guys at quarterback. Talk about what you do do at that position. Well, I, quarterback. Both our quarterbacks are are both able to run and throw the ball. And, we, and like you said, we haven't been we haven't had to run or throw the throw the ball very much at all during the season. And I I think as the season goes along, that kind of hurts you a little bit when you get into games. You know, especially when we played Deschler um, in the middle of the season. You know, we had to throw the ball a little bit, and we had worked on it in practice, but hadn't had to do it in games just because when you get sizable leads, you know, you don't want to. In my opinion, you don't want to try to run the score up on teams. So. We haven't had to use it, but it was nice to have a game like Deschler's where we had to use some of that, and, and we've used some of the last couple of games, and, and both guys are very capable of throwing the ball. I mean, even our starting quarterback compared to our second-string kid, you know, and they're both first-string kids in my opinion, but both those guys are very capable of throwing the ball, and they've shown that in the last couple of games. Coach Jared Weiss, McCool Junction with us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Since you brought it up, I'll ask you really just the one game, and that was the loss to Deschler. 
Has it been a game in the fourth quarter? Uh, how And as you get deeper in the playoffs, uh, that obviously will change. It will probably change here tonight. How do you feel about the conditioning and getting these guys into the fourth quarter? You know, I, I thought even, you know, with the loss to Deshright, we were uh, beat up a little bit, had a couple injuries, but and that's not taking nothing away from Deshart because they played really well that night and they deserved to win. We just, you know, conditioning-wise, I think we're, we're, we're well-conditioned. We conditioned plenty in practice. They're, they're able to play four quarters, and we were conditioned well enough at the end of that game. We weren't tired, and it's just a matter of, you know, they, they executed more at the end than we did, and I think, you know, we're going to need that conditioning come tonight because our, our boys know that the test ahead of them is probably going to be the toughest challenge we've had all year. Let's talk about a couple more of your seniors, Coach, here. Jaden Gonnerman leads you uh, defensively. He's a little spark plug in there at the line position and has made a ton of tackles. And then you got a guy in Isaac Melton that anchors your line. He's your center, but he's also a pretty good punter and kicker, and he can get some of those two-point kicks for you after touchdowns. Yeah, it's been really nice. We, we stress a lot in practice about when we score a touchdown, we've got to have those two points on the PATs. It's just a matter of a lot of times in these games, those games are won by the PAT, and, and he's done fairly well. He works on it really hard in practice, and he's got a good leg on him, and when he kicks off, a lot of times it's a touchback. If not, it's really close. So he's done a good job of getting the ball down the field, and Jaden's another one that Jaden can play multiple positions. He can play in the backfield, which he will some, and he can play up front. Good blocker on, on the line and can run the ball really hard on defense. He's probably our, our best defender just because he does such a great job at the defensive end position, stretching things out and keeping things turned back inside. Last moment here with Jared Weiss, head coach of McCool Junction's Mustangs. What do you do against a team that scored 100 points last week, coach? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was an impressive score, and after watching the film, we watched four or five films on, on uh, Wilcox Hildreth, and they, they impressed me all over the board. They got, they got speed, they got size, they got kids that have been there three or four years that have started. Their running back, obviously, is, is a kid we got a key on. He's a Jenkins kid, can do about everything, both offensively and defensively. We, we got to tackle really well. We got to tackle low. And we got to defend their spread and, and defend in the in the back end of it. And offensively, we just got to sustain drives and and uh, keep the turnovers down to a minimum and create turnovers on defense. And I think it'll, I think it'll be a great game. They are definitely worthy of of their rating and and it'll be the hardest game we've ever we've had this year. I, I'm expecting a great game. Finally, Jared, a lot of this can come down to speed. We know Wilcox Hildreth has speed. How would you categorize your team speed? I'll be really honest with you. After looking at the at films, I think both teams are are pretty even in speed. We have our top four or five kids can can run really fast and and have shown that through the nine games we've played. And after watching Wilcox Hill this again several times, they have the same amount of speed. I think it'll just be it'll come down to who executes the the best and who wants it the most and and takes care of the ball. And like I said, both teams are are very capable of running up and down the field and hopefully. Our goal is to keep them under 100. <laughs> well, that would be amazing if somebody did that two weeks in a row, and I'm sure you will. Jared, thanks so much for the time here, and uh, best of luck to you and the Mustangs tonight. Thank you very much. That's Jared Weiss, the head football coach of the McCool Junction. The Mustangs will come back and talk to Gabe Eberhardt, head coach at Wilcox Hildreth, right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. 
Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here from Hildreth. Wilcox Hildreth getting ready to try and take that next step into the state semifinals, and they'll be matched up tonight against McCool Junction. Head coach Gabe Everhart is with us. And, Coach, let's just start with the obvious. Everybody's talking about putting up 100 points, and everybody knows that you gave up a lot of points as well, and everybody had a good night uh, offensively for you. But how have you handled all the knowledge and all the talk about scoring 100 points last week? Yeah, you know, it's interesting is the 100 points has been a pretty big concern for a lot of people, but for us it's actually been the 56 that we gave up. We are, I mean, you never want to score 100 points, but the way that Creek Valley was able to match us punch for punch for quite a while, we kind of needed to get up there on the score to make sure we could get to that running clock uh, situation. And then after that, we were, our, our second team came in and was able to get two good scores to get to 100, but... We were, we were not very happy about the score in terms of the 56 more than the 100. Our first team offense, we were very impressed with how they played, and so that was awesome to see, but our defense is going to have to get a lot better moving forward here. You have a, a number of kids that can play both ways. Uh, how much of this uh, offensive team is out there defensively, and how you know, you're trying to keep a focus both ways? Uh, they had to be a little winded last Friday. Yeah, it's, we usually, we got, we're about eight kids deep, and they usually both – all, all eight play either start offense and are the first two guys that rotate in or vice versa on defense. So, yeah, I think uh, they get a little winded in times, but they're in pretty good shape as well. So I think a lot of it was just Creek Valley was able to do a good job of keep us off balance defensively, and we just – it was probably our worst night tackling that we've had all season. So hopefully we can get back to the way we play defense in the regular season this week. Talk with Coach Weiss about this. Uh, very rarely do you have to play your starters in the second half or in the fourth quarter. The deeper you get in the playoffs, uh, the more these guys are going to have to play. Any concern as you move forward with that? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. I think early on there was a definite concern before we played Eustace and Sumner. Our guys had been playing maybe a quarter, a quarter and a half. And so I think when we got into those bigger games, like when we played Eustace and then SEM, our, it was a little bit of an adjustment getting into playing those full games. But for the most part, I, think, I don't think that should be an issue for us moving forward. Talking with Gabe Eberhardt, head coach of the Wilcox Hildreth Falcons. You were projected to be a top five, a top three team uh, coming into the season. Just overall, how have you categorized the season to this point? Uh, it's been awesome. I mean, it's, it's, these seniors have earned every second of this, this, this season we've had so far. I mean, they've, this senior group, when they were in eighth grade, they started coming in and lifting weights, and you could just tell that they wanted to have success. And they were fortunate to be part of a playoff team as freshmen, and then the last two years we were the we had a pretty tough schedules, and we were the nine seed out of eight, so we missed the playoffs in the last two years. So they had a lot of a lot of big goals for this season, and so far we've been able to knock out every goal we've had except for one. So hopefully we can keep moving forward and try to get that goal to make it to Carney at the end of the year. Gabe, do you like the changes that have come to six man? The NSA kind of taken over, expanding it to sixteen and flat out. There's just more teams. You've gone to districts now. State schedules you. Do you like all that? Oh, I love it. I love every second of it. I think so many schools are realizing that playing eight-man with 13 guys is very hard on everybody. It's hard on your coaches. It's hard on your players. 
So you get more teams dropping and making smart decisions in terms of just giving your kids an opportunity to be successful. I think it's just great. And I think you get, it's a wider field. I mean, anybody could win it this year. I think, obviously, with Riverside moving up to eight-man, this year has been wide open for everybody. So it's a fun season. I mean, there's any one of the eight teams that are still in it could win it. And so that's kind of what you want to see. I think for the fans, it's very exciting stuff. And I hope it continues to grow because it's a great game that we fell in love with here. And so I hope other schools continue to realize that it's not that bad of a – drop-off going from 8-man to 6-man. A 2,000-yard rusher in A.J. Jenkins. He's averaged over 17 yards every time he touches it, and I know you got a block for him, and, and he's just an incredible athlete. But where have you seen his growth? Uh, he's, I mean, <laughs> I could probably say a million different spots because he just he does something every week that makes us go, wow, and that's what's fun about him is he's continued to improve in every aspect of his game, and defensively he's just – Honestly, and his offensive stats, obviously, yeah, 17 yards of carry is incredible, and he's a 2,000-yard rusher, but the stuff he's able to do defensively is just really blown us away this year. I mean, he's got four defensive touchdowns. I mean, he's tackling everywhere. He's got phenomenal vision. He's a sure tackler. He's just every, – every, every week he does something even better, and so I, I don't expect anything different this week. He's, he's a gamer, and he's ready to go just like the rest of our guys, and it'll be exciting to see how we finish this thing out. Well, obviously, both the teams tonight love to run the football, but you can throw it, and you obviously throw it a lot more than McCool Junction has this year. Uh, talk about Bryce Tobiasen and, and what your game plan is when you do throw the football. Is it something that you see? Is it something just to keep everybody interested? You know, it's kind of interesting with that because I think he's, for us, he's kind of a, one of the better-kept secrets in six-man because he's he's a phenomenal player, and a lot of times this season – we've got out to such fast starts that we haven't really had to use, throw it in the air or do much with him. So he's had, I mean, he's, touchdown-wise, he's got more touchdowns than he's had in any season. But he's uh, got a little less yards this year just because we haven't had to use him as much. So I think his, last week he kind of got a taste of what uh, is going to be coming more his way. He was able to pass the ball extremely well last week, and he ran the ball well last week. So he's going to be more and more of a part of our offense moving forward. So we're hoping to kind of keep some people off keel this week and kind of do a one-two punch with him and uh, Jenkins. So, Gabe Eberhardt, last minute here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Uh, you look at McCool Junction, what do you see? Uh, I mean, without a doubt, they'll be the best team we've played all year. It's, they're a very efficient team. They tackle extremely well. We have not seen a team that tackles as well as these guys all year. And so, and offensively, they're just – they do everything well. Like, you can't just look at them and say, oh, they do this one thing that they have an issue not doing well. They're – they're sound tacklers on defense. They run the ball extremely well on offense, and just when you think that they're going to run the ball again, they have a pass play, and they throw it over the top to one of their receivers. And so they're a good challenge for us. It's, it will not be an easy game by any means. So we're very excited for the challenge, and it'll be fun. Well, it should be fun, and let's see if uh, we can get another win here for the Falcons and advance on to the state semifinals next week. Gabe, uh, appreciate the time, and uh, good luck tonight. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. That's Gabe Everhart, head coach at Wilcox Hildreth. They'll take on McCool Junction, and we'll look at the starting lineups here on Power 99 right after this timeout. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. 
Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzz's at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat. Doug Dittle, Larry Baker, back with you here. And so from Wilcox Hildreth, Hildreth, one of the most beautiful fields. I remember coming here for '89, some 25 years ago when they started the sixth All-Star game. Outstanding. Take them to the top five, five points bank, the better bank in Carton. Doesn't take as long on a six-man game, Larry. No, that's for sure. <laughs> Let's take a look at McCool Junction. You can call them guards. You can call them ends. You can call them wide receivers. But one thing both teams will have is a center. And Isaac Melton, you heard us talking about him with Coach. He's also a very good punter and a very good kicker, which could come into play here tonight. Isaac is the starting center, a senior, wearing number 22 at 190 pounds. Your guards are 160-pound senior, Jaden Connerman, and number 93, 225-pound sophomore, Caden Patrick. At running back, number 11, 155, sophomore Owen McDonald. The eye back, number 32, 175-pound senior Hunter Cole. And the quarterback, number 7, Dana Hobbs. The head coach of McCool Junction is Jared Weiss, assisted by Bill Hobbs, Dustin Arduzer, and Jade Wirtz, 8-1, ranked 8th and 6th man. For the Falcons of Wilcox Hillworth, the center, number 24, 175-pound senior Clayton Nichols. The answer number five. 80-pound senior, number 19, 160-pound sophomore, Lane Lee. At the back, number 48, 170-pound senior, Riley Winner. The I-back, number 20, 180-pound senior, A.J. Jenkins. And the quarterback, number 30, 165-pound senior, Blas Tobiasen. The coach is Gabe Eberhardt, assisted by Cody Wickey and Clint Gardell. Wilcox Silvers is a perfect 9-0 on the season. In fact, as you heard earlier, they're like second in the state. Their closest game this year was a 21-point victory in Week 7 when they took on the SEM Mustangs who were knocked out in the playoffs last week. Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Good news is really not a whole lot of injuries that we have here to tell you about. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. Only Isaac Stark, a freshman for McCool Junction, has been ruled out of tonight's football game. And if there are injuries, we'll report those to you. But remember, our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the field of life. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. 
Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me and it just relaxes me and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Starker, a Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer near you. McCool Junction won the toss. They are going to defer and kick off, Larry. Yeah, and A.J. Jenkins is deep. This is one of those deals where, you know, field position or give Jenkins another shot at it. You know, kicking it deep isn't the best. He's all the way back, so he can run up on it, Doug. All right, here we go. The start of your six-man quarterfinals. The ball is in the air. Good high kick. Jenkins trying to tiptoe the goal line. They say he did not go in the end zone, so up the right sideline, 10, 15, and they try to wrap him up at the 20, and finally here comes the rest of McCool Junction Ball Club to get the tackle just across the 20-yard line. The tackle made by Hunter Cole. Yeah, that was a nice job by Jenkins there to actually tightrope the uh, end zone because as you jump across the ball, like a big, it's blown it was pretty, uh, pretty watching the referee. He looked like he was a third base umpire call a fair foul down there. But here we go. First down and ten. Three wide outs to the left side. The center all by him. There's the pitch back to H.A. Jenkins. Starts left, looks for a hole. Nowhere to go. Bounces off one man. A great job of a cool junction to him, him, and the ball. Almost came loose, and he is going to be brought down back at the 20-yard line, a loss on the play of a buck In the two key rules, we have 10-minute quarters, and it's first and 15. The field is the same dimensions as an eight-man field, but Jenkins is going to lose four, and that brings up second down 19. Yeah, and Isaac Melton there, number 22 for McCool Junction, does a great job. He stayed home and forced it to his buddies. That'll be the key here. Now pitch play right side, looking for him running room around the right side. He's going to be Tobiasen, Tobiasen to the corner, and he's going to be shoved out of bounds. We are having some technical issues right now, and we are working on those, so please hang with us here from a Hildreth. As it is a gain of final to play, it'll bring up third down and 14. Yeah, and Isaac Milton's going to make the play again, Doug. Just doing a fantastic job. The first this time the play comes right at the Nice job, so... You're going to get third and long here. And, again, they can throw the ball. They, they throw the ball a lot. And the center snapped it and tried to get down the field. He's going to be center eligible time. Nichols snapped it. We are going to get the penalty flag for a five-yard illegal procedure. Your children just throw the ball over 900, Doug, versus, you know, only about 400. So you're exactly right. You know, they've thrown the ball for nearly 1,000 years this year. 
So it'll be third down and 19 again. We're in our opening minute. They'll spread out again. Kind of a dive formation in the backfield. Throw it right over here to A.J. Jenkins on a little screen. He is going to be hit by Gonnerman. Gonnerman can't bring him down, but he's slowly is get back to the training line. They only gain one. It's going to be fourth down at 18. Yeah, uh, Jaden Gitter there, Doug, just had a job. Again, they're getting to Wilcox Hildreth, and at the point of attack, they're making Wilcox Hildreth start to cut and not get their feet going. And in six-man football, it's so important not to let the, the offensive player get into the space. So a rare punt coming up here. They pitch it back. It's going to be a running step on a low line outside of foot that only gets to midfield time for A.J. Jenkins. It's going to be a 22-yard punt into the McCool Junction 38-yard line. And does a yard punt, Doug, because literally missed the ball. They tried to roll him out in rugby style, and the ball almost missed his foot completely. A lot of things that you can do against teams of lesser caliber. Sometimes Jenkins would have just tucked that up and ran. But, uh, well, touched it five times and scored five times. Here they're three and out. Here comes the blitzer center. Pitch play. Now it's a good lead. Flex across midfield. He's got room down the sideline. 30. Breaks a tackle. McCool Junction is deployed. And put him at a 17-yard or a 25-yard gain for Hunter. And again, don't sleep on Cole. In. Oh, McDonald there from McCool Junction just made fantastic off on the side. Yeah, and you can see across the, the way that's exactly the start. They deferred to the second half, and really it kind of worked out, so they get the ball to start both halves, get the three and a half. Score, and now you're going to start the next half with the ball. And 8 10 to go here in the play. A 42 yard drive, our five points back touchdown, a 17 yard run by Hunter Cole. They can kick it, but they're going to elect to throw it. This is a one pointer, and they throw it into the end zone and in sweep to Owen McDonald. In six man, if you kick it, it's two because it's that. If you run and pass it in, it's worth one. And go the first quarter of Cool Junction 7, and we'll catch the thing are you looking for better yield per acre? Well, Doug Bolton Pioneer offers more than 250 unique hybrids, each containing genetics available only in a Pioneer bag from one of the world's largest, most diverse corn genetic pools. Contact your Pioneer sales representative, Doug Bolt, for the right product for each yield. Pioneer, science with service. Delivering success and better yield per acre. See Doug Bolt today in Upland and good luck, Falcons. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. 
The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. The kickoff goes into the end zone and Wilcox Hillworth will first and ten and H.H. Jenkins trying to run hard down across the line. I came out lackadaisical lackadaisical anymore. Yeah, and you know, Creek Valley went down the field and scored last week, Doug, and then that's what so right here in Wilcox and those spread sets here, Doug, now in the, in the six stuff. Seconds, eight yard game. Jenkins, same play over the right side. Just short of a 30 yard line. Third down, got about a yard to go. After up seven more. The one thing here that Wilcox held has got to be a little bit careful. Jenkins is a big, tough runner, and he drags guys. The ball on many of his carries here, loose. Uh, when you're dragging guys, guys will start to attack the ball. They're down and short. They pitch it to Jenkins' left side. Jenkins follows his block at the first down, but that's it. As Hunter Cole, along with Dana Haas, Candy Buffalo, he gets to the 31-yard line, a gain of two, but it is a first down. And if you're McCool Junction, this is what you want. You want to make them work for every single yard and don't allow Wilcox Hildreth to get on one of those rolls like they've done. They've been in the 90s multiple times this year. As we said earlier, they've been at the century mark just a week ago. So you don't want this offense to start feeling good about itself if you're McCool Junction. We are just underway. Three minutes into the ballgame, McCool Junction's already scored. Tobias wants to pass. He'll throw it out here in the flat. Brewer completed the 35, but sure tackle right away by Gonnerman. Gonnerman is the leading tackler for the Mustangs. And, boy, uh, we, we talked about it almost jokingly in the pregame. In six-man, you got a tackle, and so far McCool Junction is tackling a pickup of seven. It'll be second down and eight. Yeah, you don't know how to tackle in this brand of football. You're in big trouble. And to this point, McCool Junction has stayed home. Can they continue to do that? Second down. They want to run it. It goes through Jenkins' hands. He's going to go back and scoop it. Now the ball's lost again, and McCool Junction's going to fall out of the 24-yard line. Coming up with the football for the Mustangs is going to be Hunter Cole. The Hobbs was back there early. Jenkins picked it up, and just as he scooped it up, it was punched out of his hands. Turnover number one. Yeah, that's that's one of those deals where it was a bad pitch. Went over uh, Jenkins' shoulder, and he probably just should have fallen on it. He tried to pick it up. Really lucky Hunter Cole didn't pick it up there because if he scoops that, he scores. There wasn't any Wilcox Hilda player around. Yeah, four Mustangs. Jenkins the only Falcon. So... Again, uh, they're used to being able to get away with a lot of things, and McCool Junction has got the job done. They want to throw it out here in the flat. It's complete from Hobbs to McDonald. Short gain. He's going to be shoved out of bounds inside the 20, not quite to the 15. They'll say the 16-yard line. It's going to be a gain of nine. Yeah, it was just a nice little hitch route. He runs it to about 10 yards, brings it back to nine, makes the catch there. Nice throw on time. And as you said, you know, I mean, only 400 yards passing coming into the game tonight from McCool Junction. So second down, we'll call it eight yards to go at the 16, already 7 nothing. They fumble the snap, and that's not going to go anywhere. Jenkins comes in and is able to bring Hobbs down. Hobbs went down, picked it up, and kind of went to a knee as Jenkins hit him. So a loss of a yard on the play. It'll be third down. 
Um, yeah, and this is a deal here where it's a matter of just finding a way to get, you know, half of it if you're McCool Junction. And so been a little sloppy here now. We've seen the ball on the ground twice, one by each team. The difference is McCool Junction was able to get back on theirs. And they'll spread it out here a little bit on third down and long. Pitch back. They want to run it. Cole bobbles it. Cole gets a great block on the edge. He's got a first down at the 10, lowers his shoulder five, runs over another man, and Gruel finally brings him down at the three. Owen McDonald from McCool Junction absolutely planted a Falcon. And I mean, blast down to the back of Pancake if you ever saw one. And then on the run, Hunter Cole delivers the blow. You always want your running back. You don't ever want him to be a sponge. You want him to deliver the energy and not absorb it. And Hunter Cole sure did that there. First down and goal. We'll mark the ball at the three-yard line. Spread it out again with Cole the back. They just want to take it, pitch it to him so he can run it forward. Cole gets to the two. They tackle him forward to the one. It'll be second and goal at the one as Jenkins brings him down. Yeah, and this fits Hunter Cole being able to run uh, straight forward here. Seven to nothing, five, ten, and counting to go in the first quarter of this six-man state quarterfinal in McCool Junction. You talk shock plays and shock factor, a little shock factor if they go up two scores here in just five minutes. Yeah, the one thing this offense for Wilcox Hildreth, this won't affect them. Dana Hobbs. Under center in the I formation, he is going to hand it off to his fullback, who's into the end zone, Rittner, for the touchdown. Excuse me, McDonald, for the touchdown. Yeah, and again, something you don't see a ton of six-man football, straight fullback dive. Yeah. <laughs> to do. You have to, you have to do it a little bit differently in six-man. Uh, you can't quarterback sneak in six-man. So they're going to line up to go for the kick. Last time they threw it with Isaac Melton. Snap high, and they're going to go for the one-point throw again. Melton under pressure. Now he's going to run to the left side. He's going to try and take it in, and Melton is going to get to the pylon for the one-point run. 4.48 to go here in the first quarter of play. It's McCool Junction, 14, and Wilcox with nothing. Our five-points bank touchdown, a one-yard run by Owen McDonald. Back in a minute. Genetics first, trait second. With Aurora Cooperative, you can source genetics from the four major germplasms available in the U.S., allowing you to choose the best genetics possible for each and every acre. Aurora Cooperative agronomists have been very active in the fields this season, getting to know your hybrid choices inside and out so that they can be your trusted resource to help you make the right selections for your farm and your yields. To create the highest yielding story for your acres and take advantage of our unique turn row incentives, contact your local co-op agronomist today. Tougher together, Aurora and you. When you are looking for repairs on auto and farm, the only thing you need to remember is Town & Country Service in Wilcox. We do it all from oil changes to brand new tires. We can diagnose and service all your cars, trucks, farm machinery, and everything in between. We keep you rolling along, so the next time you need auto work or new tires, call Town & Country Service in Wilcox. We are your hometown service with hometown prices and a very proud supporter of the Wilcox Hildes football team. Go Falcons! Surprise here, Larry Baker. Yeah, so far, team nothing. I think it's a matter of Wilcox just finding a way to get their offense going, and they'll be fine. You're going to get a return. Kick off to Jenkins. He takes it at the two. Tries the left side. Ten. Team Trotter hit hard at the 25, and it'll be brought down to the yard line, and that's where they will take over. Yeah, and A.J. Deals, you know, Coach Randall, one of my assistants, always says it talks about eating the train. And if you want to tackle A.J. Jenkins, you're going to have to be willing to eat the train because he makes you pay for every single time you get thrown. 
All right, 441 to go here in the first quarter, and Wilcox Hildreth looking to move the football after fumbling it last time. This time Jenkins takes it. He one man, and then he is hit hard by Caden Kirkpatrick as he gets up to the 30 to the 31-yard line. It's going to be a gain of four is all. Yeah, I think the key right now with what Cole Junction actually is doing, Doug, is they're just forcing uh, uh, to play a side ball. They're not chasing and running and turning things into a fire drill. They're staying where they're supposed to stay. Second down. We'll call it 11 to go. Jenkins again. He's got some room off the right side, and that hole closes quickly at the 34-yard line. It's a gain of three, and it'll be third down and long, about seven yards to go. Yeah, and the question will become, can McCool Junction continue to tackle like this? The key for them right now is that they're, when they're getting to the point of attack, they're wrapping up and getting Jenkins to the ground. And as you know, in six-man, it's, it's the ability to tackle – ultimately that will determine whether or not uh, you can win the football game. 14 to nothing, McCool Junction, 340 to go first quarter, and the Falcons third and seven at their own 34. The snap goes past Jenkins again. He runs back to pick it up. He wants to throw it up for grabs. The ball can be picked off at the 35. Coming in there is Owen McDonald. He saw it as a center fielder coming in on a line drive and was able to pick it off the pass intended for Riley Rittner. Yeah, and again, just, you know, we had the bad pitch on the uh, and this is going to be a poor snap. Sometimes a timeout's a good idea here just to settle your dudes down. Hey, we're good here. Lots of time left. Even though you're up 14 nothing, or they're up 14 nothing, the referee's still going to force McCool Junction to play the game. The Gator got to look back down. So, second turnover for Wilcox Hildreth. It'll be at the 33-yard line of the Falcons, and they're going to run a little jet sweep here to McDonald. He was hit by Jenkins in the backfield, and that arm with the football came out, but he's able to hold on, turn the corner, and get inside the 30-yard line to the 29. Yeah, nice game there, and the way the pressure came from Hildreth off that jet sweep, you can take that and take that out the back door, and there may be a uh, big minor again with, the, with McCool Junction staying home on defense. Right now, uh, Wilcox Hillis is going to need to do the same thing. Second down 11, the ball at the 29-yard line. Deep back is Dana Hobbs. They'll pitch it to Hobbs. He rolls, looking, looking. He's hit, and the quarterback slipped, and his knee hit. A.J. Jenkins pointed at the referee just as Chris Garza came in there to make the tackle all the way back at the 38-yard line. Uh, Jenkins was able to stand there and make the call to the official because he got held terrible. He was coming clean, and they grabbed a hold of a handful of jersey there on Jenkins and pulled him to a stop. That's going to be a loss of nine in the third and nearly 20. The ball back at the 38-yard line. I said it turned over here. 14 and nothing. In the first. Now the deep man is Hunter Cole again. Pitched to him, looking for a block. Gets to the 37. That's it. And uh, Wilcox Hildreth isn't messing around. They're bringing some pressure in there. Jenkins is in there along with Lane Lee on the tackle. Yeah, Jenkins is playing kind of that middle linebacker spot, and he is coming on every single play. Going to allow McCool Junction to sit back there and set something up. This is a great stand here by McCool Junction. This is how to answer one of those mistakes. And ask both the coaches in the pregame. You've hardly had any of your starters that have had to play into a fourth quarter. How will that happen? You've got to play both sides of the ball. Fourth and 18, will they punt? And yes, they will. The pooch is away by Dana Hall. The back from Wilcox. And look at this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he did. I thought he started to say touchback. 
because the McCool Junction player there, Owen McDonald, just made it into the end zone. I mean, it is the English line. Only first down to the 10, trailing 14 to nothing with a minute to nine to go here in the first quarter for Wilcox Hildreth. And this is where it gets a little tricky when you have to do that double pitch. You're going to be a few yards deep in the end zone. So let's see what uh, Coach Everhart and his crew decide to do here. Down, I believe, for the first time all year. Out of the eye formation. Turn, hand it off right side. Jenkins, they just filled that hole, and he barely got out of the end zone. In fact, it's going to be no gain. He went from the half-yard line to the one-yard line. It'll be second down and 15. Now that's it. And, that, again, McCool Junction is just playing, I want to say gap sound. I don't know if there's gap <laughs> here, but I mean, they're, they're where they're supposed to be and not chasing. You know, Creek Valley just chased Wilcox Hildreth all over the field last week. Second and 15, they just hand it out of the eye formation to Jenkins again, and he gets tackled as he gets to the yard line. There's Cole coming in to make the tackle. Short game, maybe they'll give him three. It'll be third down and 13. And this is from a cool junction to be spread it out, as you said, because the ball does have to touch multiple players' hands, throw it. When you're in your end zone here, you want to be a little bit more conservative. And one thing, the new rule, you don't have to have a clean pitch or separation. You can't actually just hand it off now. As Rittner comes in and pulls back out of the eye formation, 13 at the three. Owen Bishop's the throw out of his end zone. His receiver down, and it's batted away by Dana Hobbs. Sidney Gruel was trying to make the deep run here, and Hobbs was right on him, and as he made the cut, he fell down. Hobbs didn't see I don't think he could have picked up any of those trying to get down, and now running out of those uh, will be the Falcons. And I, I'd be scared it's a little scary. Yeah. Surprisingly, now they are going to send Hobbs back to about his. And here's the run by Jenkins. It's a returnable as it's up the 33 yard line, down the side to the 30, the 25, and a nice tackle right there by Rittner at the 23 yard line. That's going to be a 31 yard punt. Pretty nice return as well. Yeah, and there's a decent job when you, you know, off the last turnover, that good field position, everything happened, was able to pin Wilcock Hilder deep and then have the big stand. They're really going to hit the ball back where they started. We're down to 13 seconds on the first quarter. Cool Junction, 14 to nothing. Cool Junction, two runs by, took it in from 42 yards on the drive, went 25 and 17. And then a turnover on the fumble, short field, touchdown run from one. Cool Junction will send one wide receiver to the right, and McDonald in motion, rolling out, wanting to throw. Hobbs is going to try and dump it short. He does into the hands of Isaac Melton, his center, and Melton right down at the 20-yard line, a short gain, and that will be the final play of the first quarter after a gain of two. And after one quarter of play here in the six-man state quarterfinals, a little surprise. Junction 14, Wilcox Hill with nothing. Five stations. Boom 30 KHS. Yes, yes. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps.com. Platte River Radio and Platte River Preps. They're going to hand the ball off to the right side. He's going to fall forward. And another one play touchdown. Your home for high school sports. Throws the ball across the middle. It's going to be caught. He's going to take it 70 yards and tie the record. Get it all at Platte River Preps.com. 
So Gary Tom, today, just Ian Hildreth and Wilcox would like to take this time to say how proud they are of the Wilcox Hildreth football team and wish them the best of luck in the games. The Gary Thompson Agency has you covered from health to your home and everything in between when it comes to ensuring all the things in life you work so hard for. Protect your legacy with the Gary Thompson Agency. Well, we are here on the Carney Tilling Repair broadcast booth. Thanks to all the folks here at Wilcox Hildreth, the athletic director Patterson and head coach Everhart and all the folks for their hospitality. But uh, a little surprise right here. There's always surprises in the playoffs, but McCool Junction uh, dominated this first quarter. Yeah, and this is the first chance Coach Everhart now has had a chance to just get a full two minutes with all of his guys. Let's see if he got them settled down and ready to go. All right, first down and 10, and Cole will take it inside the 20-yard line on second and 13. Yeah, Cole's hurt. He's hurt there. He took a pitch straight up the middle, and he's holding his knee there, Doug. And, I mean, it was pretty severe when he hit the ground. Well, let's hope this is not major. We have an injury timeout brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life. The run was to the 11-yard line for a game of nine here to start the second quarter. Cole had 59 yards rushing on four car- five carries and a touchdown in that first half. And for Wilcox Hildreth, Larry, A.J. Jenkins had eight carries for 21 yards yeah, for a 2,000-yard back. Yeah, when you think about that, I can assure you in the last several years that has not happened. Like, not, not very many times, I would say not happened. Well, Hunter Cole, they're going to take a look at him. I believe we do have a trainer, yes, here uh, uh, down for the football game. And, uh, boy, we, we talked A.J. Jenkins versus Hunter Cole. They're doing it offensively and defensively. You talk about something that's going to rip the uh, guts right out of this McCool Junction team. I mean, yes, next man up and all that kind of thing. But uh, it would be just as if Jenkins went down for Wilcox Hildreth. Uh, you are losing your best player, Cole, transferring in uh, uh, out of state to be a part of this McCool Junction team, and that's one of the reasons they might be a little bit better uh, than some people thought they were going to be just from the guys returning. Well, yeah, I mean, he's got, you know, like 60% of their total offense this season has come through his hands, Doug. And it'll be interesting to see. He made uh, – it was straight up the middle, didn't really make a cut. He was kind of running two guys over, and then he – the ball – he dropped the ball just immediately. We'll take a break. Be back with more. We're just under – Nothing. State football playoffs here on Power 99, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Synergize from Ag Explorer International is your all-in-one drip control, defomer, surfactant, and ammonium salts with a water conditioner and absorption activator. Synergize is the number one AMS replacement on the market. Over 30 million acres worldwide have made the right choice with Synergize. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical today for a dealer in your area to get Synergize, NutriPack, Enzone, and other great products from Ag Explorer International. 308-468-6206. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. 
Have you along with us here on KKPRFM, Carney, Wilcox, Hildreth, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The good acres, to date with what is going on around the area. Platteriver Preps, we have our scoreboard that you can uh, look at and keep up to date with a lot of the many of the games tonight kicking off. Decide to play these up and he is happy field it does not look good yeah early paul on his toe he's got a man on each side of him as they're taking him off on blue man from out of the end zone that does not look good, and that changes the dynamic of who you are. They are at about the 11-yard line, the third down, trying to go up to one to nothing here, and you just lost both. I mean, their second leading rush guys guys that are in the two-fifth range. With an knee comes out, and it'll be third down, and we'll call about five yards to go at the 11th line. Third and five at the 11th for McCool and what it's allowing is McCool just to pitch a ball to the edge, and then the guy to the quarterback trial is able to get in the Jenkins, not necessarily lock him, but definitely stop that train. Third goal, just by formation, Hobbs. He's going to give it to his fullback, who does not hit in the end zone. Nowhere for Donovan to go. It's case going to half yard. This will be a Yeah, Clayton Jenkins made sure of that. Now it looks like they're going to pull Clayton Nichols off and bring in a little more meat. Chris Garza, 230-pounder, is going to come in and play nose guard for Will Hildren. Second and goal, the ball just outside the one. Already up 14 to nothing, McCool Junction here in Hildred. McDonald is the eye back. Donovan is now the fullback. Pitch play, McDonald to the right side. He dives. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Mustangs. Yeah, that's a big... T- Three scores. The second one-yard touchdown run for Owen McDonald makes the score 20 to nothing. Another five points bank touchdown. Now both times they went up to kick and actually just had Isaac Melton throw it once and run it once. We'll see here. Same formation it's been. Hobbs the holder. Kick it. Straight up in the air, and it is good. So, again, in six man, the kick is worth two. We have a penalty flag for what I believe will be roughing the kicker, and then they can assess that on the kickoff, Larry. In fact, there, rule change sometime ago. Uh, really, the big penalty now in the old days, it wasn't. It just got uh, deferred, and it was. But now you can take that thing to the kickoff, and that is a big penalty. So, with 9.01 to go. In the first half of play, it's in 22, Wilcox Hildreth, nothing. 
You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Ready to boot it away when you can boot it away from midfield. And it's a yeah, I mean, good shape. Well, that's they didn't mess around. Oh, what's so important about that penalty is big penalty. That's what for Jenkins. First down and 15. Ball spotted at the 15-yard line here. It's already 22 to nothing. And the pitch goes to Jenkins, and he just hasn't found any hole, and he gets nothing here. I'll tell you what, what a job gang and Gonnerman out there, as well as Dana Hobbs, and I'm sure McCool Junction was getting tired of telling them they weren't going to be in the ball game today. And if you'd have told me 12, I would have never believed 22 nothing McCool Junction, and they are a team that uh, could go and give Harvard the problem playing here. No game. Jenkins again. This time he's going to get straight up. And he's going to get a couple. But Larry, he goes two yards. There are three McCool guys. Nobody ran blocking for Wilkes. Going off the ball. Not flat. The key Because right the state's going to take that right back to the A gap. And. Complete. It's a twenty-five. They wanted to go down. What they did is that was kind of like an eleven-man they rolled the quarterback to the full. Receivers run off, and James just kind of squirted out and stood to the first side. So once that screen, he found the and talked about that he did. In the first down of the game, as they want to run it with Jenkins, starts right, now wants to reverse field. It's a spin move, made one man miss. Inside the 15, the next game, shoving backwards. Took a while to uh, blow the whistle because James pretty full. You know, Six on the pole. We get down the as he was trying to aid a little more. And this guy here, real quick formation, the whole time to try to get Clayton Nichols comes over. Tobias and Tobias going to run Tobias into the ten, and he's going to be ankle tackled near the seven yard line. 
Yeah, now this looks more like Wilcox Hildreth's offense. I think we're going to see Hunter Cole again, Doug. They're walking him over here, and they've had him sit down, and they've taken the shoulder pads now and put a weight on it. It is. And three yards to go. Ball is marked. Cool Junction. Yeah, and Augusta Moot for uh, McCool Junction just left off, and they're tending to him now. Oh, man. Uh, oh, cool. Lost another one. Well, Moot is a student from Norway who's a rugby player, and that's his story, and it took way too long to get the play in, so we are going to have a timeout here by Wilcox Hildreth, the first of the game to by E&T. taking care of you since 19. 6.21 to go here in the second quarter. It's McCool Junction 22. Wilcox Hildreth nothing, but the Falcons are at the six when we come back. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. First down, so it's first and goal now. Hey, we'll time they're going to give it to Jake the left side. Let's hold the foul ball into the end zone and McJudge and covered it. Yeah, Dave learned that it's so clean. He got one. They're going to call it a touchback. Man, oh, man, I was thinking maybe they were going to discuss if Jenkins had got into the end zone or not. But as he jumped, the ball comes popping straight out right in the hands of the Mustangs in the end zone. Third. They don't have Hunter Cole. Third down, because they don't in the end zone with a short field. Now let's see what this offense looks like with the long field. Very unfortunate there because Jenkins was going to get in. They ran a toss sweep. He got and he left, and just he got in the air, uh, the helmet got onto the ball, and it popped out clean. 6.04 to go here in the second. Now, some things you're, you're in. Massive two-score game. Their best cool junction is out. You think maybe the tide turns? Not yet. The cool junction takes a long time to get the hell. On the two wide receivers, how about setting Aiden Curry for a pass? 6-3-2-25, just a sophomore. He's a big dude. Each team, one penalty. No little motion, so that'll bring it for 20. To all 15 yards for the first down. So first and 20, their own 10. 22 to nothing. And they're going to pick it in. Cover it. He's going to get out of there. Eddie, did he? Eddie. 
actually looked like he was going to get tackled in the end zone. Kept his ball. And as he was looking downfield, maybe the ball. He touched. So the first point's the. All right, how do you like this? Fire drill there, Doug, and actually did a nice job to make sure that it wasn't a touchdown. That was a shot Wilcox Hildreth because that last last offense Wilcox Hildreth got it like the bugaboo at the goal line. I would anticipate to see them here. Technical issues here and have score up. Take a look at the we still have 555 to go here in with football game. Trend 22 to 2. The kick will be off the tee here for McDonald. And McDonald. It's well, Jake watches it bounce and he's kind of dies. He can't And he's trying to look all kinds of room to the right. Now he's going to go that way. Stiff. 30. Round 35. And he'll get into. The cool junction territory and be pushed out near the 38-yard line. That's a really nice job by A.J. Jenkins. That was old-school Nintendo. It's all the way to the sideline, and he just stood there. The crowd is screwing run. He knew what he had set up the whole way for him all to get inside this near hash, and he went out the back door. So, team on this side. The Will Hill 37 inside handoff to Sidney Gruel, and he goes nowhere. Gruel has taken and carry once or twice in a game all year long. It's one. It'll be back down at 14. So, second down at 14. They're trying to find something that isn't just A.A. Jenkins every play. They've thrown it four times. Biggest play. That was screen flags, and now we've got penalty flags as the ball is snapped. Yeah, the wide receiver was off out there for Wilcox Hildreth. So back him up five. It'll be second down and 19 after the five-yard motion penalty. Wilcox Hildreth finally to get something positive out of this next five minutes. Get your guys at halftime and get them to relax here a little bit and hit the replay in the second half, and you're in good. Now you can't play Harvard tonight. That's exactly right. So, second down at 19, their own 39, trailing 22-2 to two here against McCool Junction. Mustang fans listen as well at Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Lightner in motion, seven yards deep. They're going to pick over here, and he'll be the lead block. Now he looks like he wants to throw it. Jenkins hit, just chucks it out here, and it is caught at midfield by the center in Clayton Nichols. Yeah, so, a lot of razzle-dazzle. That's your six-man at its best right there, a gain of eight. Yeah, that was a fantastic catch. That was a big-time shot he took as the ball got there, and Nichols did a great job low, hanging on that, hauling it in all the way to the ground. He gets smacked. It'll clear down. We're going to call it 11 yards to go. At midfield, here's the pitch play. Looking for room to bias him. 30, back to the middle of the field, 25, trying to drag it down inside the 20 as Isaac Milton get to the 16-yard line. That's a gain of 24. Yeah, still a little bit sputtery, but you're starting to see this Wilcox. 
Nice run by Tobacco. After getting the safety, they fumbled it into the end zone. Wilcox Hildreth did, and they get the safety. Now they're on march after the free kick at the 16-yard line. Tobias it again. Lead block Jenkins. This time, such a big hole. He'll get tied 15 to the 12-yard line. That's going to be a gain of five. And they're playing faster in and out of the huddle quicker here. And that's that's to do that. If you're a fast-paced offense, just give them as many plays as you can get here. Over here to get the play in. They have been going pace there. In the slide of the right lane lead. Myston, he'll run it again. Play now once to as the end zone with Gruel. There's going to be pass interference. Owen McDonald make and it'll be first and goal. Uh, the McCool Junction defender just two hands shoved him right in the chest. We'll set up first down. Well, I, no, that will not be the, a first down. Yeah, the new the new rules. Yeah, but it's a great penalty. You your flat beat on a play that's called the guy just into the ground because it's not an automatic first down. It's just simply to just tackle the guy. So half the distance to the goal will be about the seven yard thing. It's down at about the two. Take it down in five and a half. Go here. Again, yeah, on Sunday, it's an automatic first down. Now here on Friday night. Here's Tobias. Wicked pitch, and it's not even close to Jenkins. He has to go all the way back. Incomplete. Well, nice job by Jenkins because he's going to get the ball all the way back up there at the seven-yard line. Tobias had never even looked. He threw it back there, and it was yards in front of A.J. Jenkins, and they're lucky they didn't lose 15 yards. Oh, yeah, that, that potentially is a game-saver, Doug. You don't want to blow this opportunity here, and Jenkins being able to make that be an incomplete pass instead of a loss of over 20, now you're still third and uh, effectively goal. Um, trailing 22 to 3, 12. Yeah. Through Jenkins' hands again. He fumbles it. McCool Junction is going to cover it. My goodness, get the grease off the pig right now. Four turnovers for Wilcox Hildren. They are just rattled right now, Larry. It's unbelievable. Uh, again, the, a far pitch, and that pitch was high. Yeah, now, I, and I believe this is the coach. I've done this a long time. Three minutes left. Bow your nerves to the half and get your guys settled down. And he just fucked He just totally rolled this one. 22 to 2, and Hunter Cole, the top rusher for the Mustangs, is out, and we get a timeout on the field by McCool Junction. That'll be their first. Each team with one timeout run here. This scoreboard hard mark the yard line. Yeah. It'll be fun to have the comeback call because McCool Junction is going to win this. Eric, excuse me, Hilda is going to win this game. I didn't even see who covered it. I didn't either. Even after 38 years, we still start early every morning in every Amigos kitchen to make the foods and flavors you love. 
We're chopping fresh vegetables, mixing Amigos' famous ranch dressing and salsas, slow-cooking pinto beans, steaming the rice, mixing up batches of homemade guacamole, and grilling the marinated chicken. Your made-to-order items start with real people making real food. It's not the easiest way, just the best. At Amigos, where made from scratch is our recipe. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers and Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. Well, out of the first play here, out of the time, we get out here to mess the 25 perfect tackle the third bird. The 25, he's down the full junction. is going to take it all the way, Larry. A 63-yard touchdown. It is all away, and it's all up a cool junction. Yeah, Doug. You've got eight shakes running. It just about makes the tackle. They get the ball off, and then right down the sideline goes 30-2, 2.52 left in the second quarter. This is a deal, too, sometimes where it's just a matter of, okay, stay together as a team. I do believe team Cox Hildred, and, and what you have to make sure that is in time get started, playing the shoulder, know that you've gotten to this point because you're a great I don't know. That can't take away the fact that next week is Harvard and, and the way it did last year. And the kids will tell you, don't ever fall. Sometimes it just happens to you. 2.52 to go here before halftime. 30. They'll have to boot the football. Not to the other return. Sometimes a game just like takes this one spark, and then and then you you remember who you are. And we thought that uh, Wilcox Hilders was going to get that. They fumbled it in, and again, one of the big numbers: four Falcon turnovers, zero from Cool Junction. Obviously, a couple of big plays from a Cool Junction and a couple of short fields. And we thought getting ready to move. Jenkins is going to let it go into the end zone. First and 10 at the 15-yard line. Yeah, bounce right on the goal line there. And, and remember, this now is starting to happen with Al Cole Junction's best player. As Hunter Cole still on the sideline. He's literally laying on the bench. He's not able to sit. When he so much trouble it's been the time 
other way with Jenkins. James a great block from Tobias in 30, 35. to cut back and they put on. A six-man game that just doesn't work. And they'll have it at their own 39-yard line, first down and 10. Lead split out to the right. Jenkins calls for the snap, pitches it to Tobiason, follows him on the left pass into McCool Junction territory inside the 35, and it'll be tripped down at the 32-yard line. That's a gain of nine. Yeah, and McCool Junction is better, Doug, or excuse me, Wilcox Hildreth is better when they're in these spread sets. It makes it tougher for McCool Junction to stay home like they are uh, when Wilcox Hildreth gets in the eye. Leaves split out wide to the right. Continuing to move on second down. Here's the pitch play to Jenkins. Gets one block. Now cuts back. Breaks a tackle at the 30. Now he's headed to the sideline. Stiff arm at the 25. He's at the 20, and McDonald will wrap him up and throw him out of bounds near the 18-yard line. A gain of 14. And there, what McCool Justin had been doing well, they didn't there. Caden Kirkpatrick has him, has Jenkins lined out for about a one-yard gain is all, and he missed the tackle that time, and it turns into a big game. Now, they haven't made many mistakes at all tonight. First down and 10. Mark it at the 18. Pitch play left side to Biasen. To Biasen gets a nice block in the backfield. Cuts to the right. Breaks a tackle at the 10, and he's going to go into the end zone for the first Falcon touchdown of the night. Yeah, and Dana Hobbs missed the tackle there. We just saw that whole drive really looked, other than getting in space, a little different formations, but that went just like those others had gone, Doug. McCool Junction didn't make the tackles there like they had early. So Tobiasen gets them on the board. Our five points bank touchdown, an 18-yard touchdown run. They'll also line up to kick it, and the boot by Sidney Gruel is perfect. He kicks a field goal, so the two-point kick makes it 30-10. to 10. McCool Junction, 1.30 to go here in the first half on Power 99. If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun, Friesen Ford in Aurora says, come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Ford in Aurora are greeting more and more folks by their name. It's called Friendly Friesen. Friesen Ford, Aurora. The Gary Thompson Agency in Hildreth and Wilcox would like to take this time to say how proud they are of the Wilcox Hildreth football team and wish them the best of luck in the games. The Gary Thompson Agency has you covered from health to your home and everything in between when it comes to ensuring all the things in life you work so hard for. Protect your legacy with the Gary Thompson Agency. 30 to 10, and let's see if Wilcox Hildreth doesn't wind up in a bunch. And Gruel is just going to pooch it, and the big man Kirkpatrick grabs it at the 35-yard line. Yeah, and it came out. He had it on his way down. It came out to his knees. His teammate on top of him there uh, did Jaden Gonnerman. So Kirkpatrick, the sophomore, 225, kicked all right, and it wasn't. A, it didn't bounce to him. It just pooched to him. Now McCool Junkin has that thrown 35. 30 and six man is an eternity. So let's see if Wilcox can come to stop. One stop forced one punt. They'll spread it out here for Dana Hobbs. And it goes through his legs, and Avery Jenkins gets in there and can't quite cover it. Boy, good job by Hobbs to get on top of it at the 20. Yeah, and here's what happened. Both 
quickly on defense, and the quarterback was looking to try to tell him that they were going to go to him, and the snap came back, and he wasn't looking for the ball. And the clock running with a minute 24 to go here in this quarter number two. A loss of about eight on the play. Obermey second down and 23. And they did reset, I think, the play clock, but this is taking forever. My guess is you're going to see a timeout, Doug. Nope. And the cool junction was definitely in no hurt. On second and forever, second and 23. Motion, yes, protection. They will hand it to him. He's going to get that. And A.J. Jenkins says, I don't think so. He'll beat him at the 25-yard line, and they'll lose a little bit more. Yeah, Jenkins is going to be there. What waits for Jenkins did the Jets He just used his lateral left cut. Jenkins was there to saw him up. And we'll see if he had timeout called def- defensively here by Wilcox Hildreth to stop the clock with 52 seconds to go and bring up a third down. They'll have one timeout remaining, Larry. Yeah, and that's a good timeout there. They good to pull back. No doubt about it. Let's go ahead and take a look at what's going on on our PlatteRiverStock.com scoreboard in Class B in the second quarter. 23, Waverly 21. In C1, Pierce leads Bishop Newman 14 to nothing in the second quarter of play. The other six-man games are finals. Hay Springs was falling at 51 to 8. Minotaur over Hyannis 58 to 18, and Harvard over Cody Gore 70 to 37. We might get a few of those hard games. By the time this football game is over 30, what the quick hit right here for a little junction. Next cast. The ball away and another timeout here by Wilcox. He'll probably of Carney taking care of you 19 and 94. And because uh, halftime is coming up, the station has the report. Yeah, and it, it's, it looks good. And of course, the long touchdowns was in. So here, you've got to get a good snap, get a good punt off. Very good usage of these amounts here uh, by Eberhardt. Eberhardt. Give yourself close to 30. Time. So 38 seconds to go, and Jenkins, I'm sure, will be back there to return it and find a way to, to get the football. If you have a cool junction, you kick it to him. Can't kick it in the end zone, Miles, even if it's only a 25-yard 20, punt. See, if they send, any, send anybody back, they go try to fuck it. And they're not sending anybody. Hobbs will be back there deep, takes the snap. And he'll punt it high and towards the sideline, and it's going to bounce at about the 22 and go out of bounds near the 18-yard line. Yeah, huge win for Wilcox Hildreth, Doug. I'm extremely surprised he doesn't kick it straight down the field and let it bounce. A, that eats more time, and B, I think they'd have gotten more out of the punt. Especially when they don't drop any yeah. back. There's no doubt about it. So 35 seconds, but no timeouts, so... They've scored a ton on one play, on big plays. Let's see what Wilcox Hildreth has in store here. This drive will start at their own 18-yard line. 30-10, McCool Junction. 
35 seconds before halftime. I think they could just run toss, Doug. The officials were all uh, bunched up. They were conversing about something. Yes, they were. And then they didn't have to get in play for this. What was that about? First down and 10, or 15. Pitch point to Bias and wants to run. 20, 25, lowers his shoulder, and he's not going to get first down, so the clock's going to run. I think they just should run it again. 23-yard line, a gain of eight. McCool Junction doing a good job of laying on him. 18 seconds to go. They get up. And lost the ball. Uh, Deathless was ready. He was waiting for the, uh, the, the umpire to get out of the way so he should snap the ball. So he did. It's kind of as soon as the official stepped away, the guy took off. And, and uh, for the center in uh, Nichols, he was getting ready to snap it, but he had to let the official clear out. Now, if the coach is smart here from a cool junction, he'll make sure he wants this white hat. He should tell him to wind the clock on the ready for play. It should wind. 15 seconds. But if he doesn't tell him, man. All back to the 23. Oh, they didn't. That, that coach needs to be on him. They're now they're winding. They're waiting to get the ball set. Everybody in position. Option play. Jenkins is going to run it. He's got to get the bounds. Now he's reversing his field, trying to get to the corner, and he's going to be breaking another tackle, breaking a third, going backwards, though, and finally he gets out of bounds, but time has expired. And we are at halftime. Jenkins was trying to make the home run and just could not shake all of McCool Junction's six-man defense. Great 20 minutes coming up, folks. And PlatteRiverPreps.com, our state tournament and state playoff action brought to you by Impact Egg Partners, Craig Leaches and Tom Trask. Your passion to the scoreboard. We're going to take an extended break here, work on some uh, issues that we are having right now on broadcast, and I'll be back with you later on in the halftime, 30-10, to 10, in favor of McCool Junction. Time report for quality health service for our business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520, have an EQ or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st. On the bricks, downtown Carney for a free estimate. And welcome to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. I'm Jeff Babel back at the KKPR studio. A lot of people 
uh, calling in and letting us know about our technical issues. We are aware of it, and we're on uh, our best efforts to try and uh, fix the problem, folks. Uh, but we do have a halftime uh, score to report. McCool Junction is ahead of the Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons, 30-10 to 10 at halftime. Falcons driving late, so looking like they will have some momentum at least going in the second half. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow play pages. This is the only six-man game going on. The other uh, four game or three games are finals, so the semis are set minus the game that we have for you right here on Classic Hits Power 99. Top seed in the uh, six-man bracket, Hay Springs earlier today, finished off Spalding Academy by a score of 51-8. to They'll take on Minotaire in the 4-5 matchup. Minotaire had no problem with fifth-seeded Hyannis. Minotaire wins 58-14, to so Minotaire and Hyannis, a rematch from earlier in the season, won by Hay Springs. Um, Hay Springs and Minotaire next Friday night, November 9th. Uh, the winner of this game will be on the road at Harvard because Harvard, by virtue of being on the road and the highest seed um, remaining between them and McCool Junction or since Wilcox Childreth hosted this week, Harvard will have the home game. They were winners tonight, uh, earlier today, excuse me, in a game you heard on 1230 AM KHAS by a score of 70-37. to 37. Again, right here on their six-man scores, McCool Junction leading uh, Wilcox Hildreth in a bit of a seeded upset right now. The seven seed leading the two seed Falcons by a score of 30 to 10. Let's run through the other scores um, in the statewide scores right now. In Class B, McCook and Waverly in a back and forth game. At last check, I had McCook leading by two, 23 to 21. Uh, two other active games, as all the other games are probably right now kicking off as we speak. Um, let's take a look in Class C1. Pierce, the top uh, second seed, excuse me, with a 14-6 lead over Wahoo Bishop Newman at half. And the other game that is going on right now, we just kicked off on 1230 AM KHAS, is the Adam Central Patriots and the Wahoo Warriors. 0-0, uh, zero, zero, of course, in that one. Uh, let's run down the games. Burke and Lincoln Southeast at 7 o'clock in Class A. The 4-5 matchup, Omaha Westside and Millard West. The 3-11, Bellevue West and Elkhorn South. Class A, Millard South and Grand Island. Grand Island with a comfort behind victory last week to advance. They get the Patriots tonight. Class B, like we said, McCook and Waverly 23-21 in the second. The winner of that one will most likely get Omaha Scutt. First, they got to get by Blair. These are all 7 o'clock kickoffs tonight, folks. York and Seward, they're playing... Um, in York tonight, and Scotts Bluff and Recalley. So Recalley traveling the entire length of the state out to the Panhandle to take on Scotts Bluff. Um, in C1, top-seeded Aurora takes on eighth-seeded Gothenburg in Aurora. Third-seeded Ord at Ashland Greenwood tonight. The 11-seeded uh, Ashland Greenwood folks uh, upset last week, so they get the home team home game as well as the Bishop Newman team, like we had mentioned with Pierce earlier today. So. In Class C2, uh, Centennial, the top seed, taking on BRLD. Uh, that's at 7 o'clock. Oakland Craig and Wilbur Claytonia is the 4-5. Norfolk Catholic and St. Paul, a rematch of uh, a game earlier this week. And Sutton at David City Aguinas in a game you can hear on 1230, or on The Breeze 94.5. 
We're going to take a break here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. We'll be back in 90 seconds. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Tri-City Storm Hockey returns for its 19th season. The future of professional hockey is right here in the heartland. The United States Hockey League set a record with 57 players drafted at this year's NHL draft. Catch all the Storm's home games at the Viero Center in Kearney. For tickets and other information, visit stormhockey.com. Listen to the Doug and Daddy Show for everything you need to know about Storm Hockey with the Storm Report on 1460 and 1550. Tri-City Storm Hockey, be the Storm. So the quarterback on the quarterback saying he'll just come up to the line, find the hole, and uh, pick a spot. They'll either do that or run that same ISO because it's working. And we've seen Jacob Rogers actually push Perrin earlier in the year for about a 12-yard quarterback. And we're joining KLAQ live in progress for halftime. Simons is going to run in untouched from one yard out. What a way to start the ball game and set the tone for the Mustangs. 8.44 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, incredible start for Sutton. Uh, Simonson came out seven carries on that drive, 69 yards, and uh, they give him the touchdown. He deserved it because he was the workhorse there. Uh, Perrin did a nice job, too, drawing defenders on all those options. Um, so Aquinas coming back out on defense they're gonna have to make some adjustments maybe um, account for Simonson a little more um, and try to make Perrin hurt you on some of those options but I mean they have been unstoppable running these Maryland eye formations extra point and they'll just run that same play to the right side Simonson will get hit at the goal line but he'll take it in for two points so what a scripted first drive for the Mustangs who strike first here in David City as it's the Mustangs 8, the Monarchs of Aquinas Catholic nothing. 8.44 to go in the first quarter on the breeze, 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw, relax, we've got you covered. The Breeze 94.5. Getting ready for the kickoff from Cade Wiseman, who is number eight, and that's how many points the Mustangs have as they lead the Monarchs of Aquinas early in this first quarter. Upset alert, though, over on Power 99. It's number two, Wilcox Hildreth, trailing McCool Junction at the half. 30 to 10 again that game over on Power 99. We're here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at Platte River Preps. Caleb Henry, Trent Ockengay, producer engineer back in the studio, Steph Brubaker. Wiseman trotting up and will get a nice little kick over to the near side. It's going to be caught at the 20 by Kyle Napier, who's going to run all the way across the field. Now he's past the 25, 30, tripped up just inside 
the 35-yard line. Looks like they'll call it the 33 or 34. What can we expect from Aquinas coming out on offense? Now they want to. Uh, they got bullied there on defense coming out. So offensively, they want to come out and set the tone. Uh, really try to establish a line of scrimmage, and uh, they're going to try to lean on something. They're going to do a lot of misdirections, a lot of uh, stuff to throw you off. They'll do some false pulls and uh, send some guys in motions. Uh, it's really hard to see where the ball is. Napier under center, or motion going to that far side with Napier. They'll throw it to Napier on the pitch, and he's going to slide just shy of the first down. They'll run a number of different personnel into the ball game, both under center and on these wing backs, as well as out wide. Yeah, it kind of looks like Georgia Tech's offense. It's, it's similar. It's not exactly the same. Uh, sometimes they're single wing, sometimes it's double, sometimes they'll run um, you know, some power isos. Napier is the wingback on this near side. Looks like it's Hartman under center. Napier going in motion to the far side. They'll hand it off to the fullback going up the middle, trying to see where that push was and what they'll give him. Probably a first down out to that 45. Yeah, and Sutton's going to get tested uh, really for the first time all year with their. Good. Doug and Doug along with Larry Baker back here at uh, Wilcox Hildreth in Hildreth. Halftime 30 to 10 in favor of McCool Junction trying to pull the upset. The winner will get Harvard coming up. On next Friday night, quick rundown of the stats. Hunter Cole, before he went out, six carries, 68 yards and a touchdown. Owen McDonald, five carries, eight yards and two touchdowns, both from one yard out. Dana Hobbs, two for negative 10, two fumbled snaps, and that was from negative 18. So actually 16 rushing yards, 16 carries, 59 yards. Through the air, four for four for Hobbs for 80 yards, including a 63-yard touchdown, 139 the total offense. For Wilcox Hildreth, 194, A.J. Jenkins, 16 carries, 64 yards. Bryce Tobiason, 8 carries, 83 yards, and the touchdown. Sid Gruel, 1 carry, 1 yard, 27 carries, 132 yards through the air. Jenkins, 1 of 3 with a pick for 8 yards. Tobiason, 3 of 4 for 54 yards, 62 through the air, 132 on the ground, 194 total. A minimal as far as the penalties, 3 for 11, 3 for 15 on McCool, Wilcox Hildreth, and 2 for 11 on McCool Junction. Larry Baker, uh, what do we got to do here to get uh, Wilcox Hildreth going in this second half? Well, I think for Will Hill, this just really boils down, Doug, to getting back to who they've been. When they got into those spread sets uh, there at the end of the second quarter, they moved the ball. Tobiasen's got over a 10-yard average right now, and they just need to keep working that because A.J. Jenkins is going to end up getting loose. This is really big now for McCool Junction. They really, other than the one big pathway, they haven't moved the ball since Hunter Cole went out of the game, and now they're going to get the ball to start the half. Are they going to be able to have the offense? Because trust me when I tell you, 30 will not be enough to win this game. Well, how do you shut these guys down then? Because they're going to get the ball first here in the third quarter. Yeah, I think it's a matter of just playing that solid defense and, and staying back on pass because you're going to see a little bit more of that you're not going to get that downhill run game like we've seen uh, with Hunter Cole. That, that, that offense just changed dramatically. All right, ready to boot it away. Wilcox Hildreth will go with the squib kick that's picked up by Hobbs. Hobbs works his way to the left side after getting it to 23 to the 25-30, and he'll be brought down there by Clayton Nichols at the 33-yard line. First down and 15 as we're playing six-man football, first and 15 at the 33, and it is... 30 to 10 here in favor of McCool Junction, and they will get the ball to try and get their offense going here. And this is pretty crucial if they can come out and move the ball here on this first series. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. And it's solid field position here. Right now, if you're McCool Junction with a 20-point lead, it's about just getting first downs and tick, 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 tick. First and 15, the rest snap, they're going to run a little option. Give it to McDonald. McDonald finds a hole, 35 into the secondary, 40. Now it's a foot race. Gruel trying to chase him down. 20, 10, 5, touchdown. McCool Junction on the first play of the second half. That's not what they were looking for. No, not at all. And that was done, Doug, just by being big, tough blockers. Uh, they flat blocked A.J. Jenkins out of the thing. They blocked uh, Bryce Tobias and out of it. Uh, that was good. And just so you know, they can run. That was a really nice run, and it turned into a foot race, and McCool Junction owned the speed there. So they will line up to kick the two-point conversion here with Isaac Melton, 36-10 to 10 on another five-points bank touchdown. Here's the snap. It's high. They're going to go for the one-point. Melton rolling to his right. Looking, looking, he's going to have to run. He gets down the sideline, and he's staying bounds. Yes, he did with a one-point run. 9.43 to go here in the third quarter. Well, cool junction 37. Wilcox held with 10 here on Power 99. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. Why choose a local, independent agent such as Risk and Insurance Solutions? Roger Girl and Bob Crocker represent many different insurance companies so they can compare coverage and price to get you the best possible value. Committed to customers and their community, they are a very proud supporter of all the athletes in and out of the game. Best of luck tonight from Roger Girl and Bob Crocker of Risk and Insurance Solutions with an office in Kearney but keeping you covered where you go, at home, in the automobile, and on the farm. The Gary Thompson Agency in Hildreth and Wilcox would like to take this time to say how proud they are of the Wilcox Hildreth football team and wish them the best of luck in the games. The Gary Thompson Agency has you covered from health to your home and everything in between when it comes to ensuring all the things in life you work so hard for. Protect your legacy with the Gary Thompson Agency. Trying to find his blockers. And he's being very disciplined, Larry, as uh, he is trying to follow his blockers as long as he can. He's not trying to do it all on his own. He's not trying to take it to the wide side. He's trying to bring the ball and find a little bit of a seam, which they've done all year long, and he's brought down at the 29. Down two now is just eliminate the four turnovers. Eliminate that stuff right now, and they're going to be fine. All right, first down and 15. They'll pitch it to Tobias, and Jenkins tries to make the block, 30, 35, 37, and Hobbs will bring him down. Goneran kind of fought off that Jenkins block and made Tobias and change direction. Yeah, and, and Tobias, and, you know, he's it, over 10 yards every time they touch it. Now no huddle. This is a great job by Will Hill here. So a nine-yard gain by Tobias, and he's got 92. He might be the man they're looking for. Now Jenkins wants to throw it. Crew is wide open, but it's going to be underthrown. As he is hit by Goderman, he just flat didn't see Gruel in the black jerseys in the black night. He didn't realize that he was five yards, ten yards behind the safety. Yeah, and, and, and it, Doug, if he sets his feet and throws the ball there, that's a touchdown. That'll bring up second down. They get third down now. Third down and seven yards to go. Rittner will be in motion from left to right. They want to run it that way and get two lead blockers for Jenkins. Jenkins 
gets into the cool junction territory, but he's thrown out of bounds before he gets the first down at the 37-yard line. It's going to be fourth and about a yard. Yeah, and I don't think Wilcox Childers has any issue here, Doug. They're going to get the first down. I mean, it is inches. I think they can run the same pitch plays type things they've been running. They're going to run Garza back in, give them a little more bulk on the line. They'll go under center. Tobias in turn, gives it to Jenkins. He's hitting the backfield, spins, and he's trying to stretch the ball. He should have the first down, but what a job there by McCool Junction to come flying through there. Chase Wilkinson, just a freshman, kind of blew things up, but Jenkins with his athleticism was able to fight for two yards. Yeah, that was a great job, but we teach our kids, don't ever reach that ball out. Don't ever do that. That thing can come out pretty easy there. They want to run no huddle, so they're going quick. And it'll be a pitch to Tobias, and now he wants to pull up and throw. Dumps it off here to his center. And Clayton Nichols breaks the tackle at the 30 and an ankle tackle down at the 25-yard line by the freshman in Wilkinson. Yeah, and again, that's a nice job. It's all run, it looks like. And uh, the quarterback runs around, runs around. Again, everybody's eligible. So it just kind of turns into a scramble drill. Second down and four. They're going to pitch it to... Jenkins this time, he'll keep it on the ground, and he'll get the first down at the 20, break a tackle 15, and he gets to the 14-yard line, 13-yard line, and another first down, again on the play at 12. Yeah, 8 8:15 left in the third quarter here, Doug, and Will, Wilcox Hillers isn't huddling, and I, I think that not only is good because they're better when their pace is higher, but time matters here. They have to already answer a score that McCool Junction put on. Bad snap, picked up by Tobiasen, wants to throw under some pressure from Kirkpatrick. Now fires to the end zone as two girls' hands incomplete. It'll be second down and goal at the 14 because in six man you got to go 15, so it's actually second and goal at the 14. Yeah, and if Tobiasen pulls that down and runs it, I think he probably scores. If not, he's down around the five-yard line. But he couldn't. Nobody pitched it to him because of the bad snap. He couldn't run it. He had to throw the football. Ah, the rules were going to get me at some point. <laughs> Eight minutes to go here in the third. Pitch play, Jenkins trying to follow his blockers left side. gets inside the 10, and then he is hit short of the five-yard line by Gonneran. Boy, this young man, Jaden Gonneran, we knew he was their leading tackler, and we're seeing why. He does an outstanding job, and it's a gain of eight. It'll be third and goal at the six. Yeah, when Gonneran gets there, he gets there with some thump, Doug. He's not the biggest guy, but uh, he brings a load with him. Wilcox Hilbert is looking for just their second touchdown of the night after getting 100, and they're tackled in the backfield. Tobiasen couldn't get three of Gonnerman. He's going to lose two on the play. Again, it's hard to believe. 100 points last week, 10 tonight. It's 37 to 10 to Cool Junction, 7.20 to go in the third quarter. Fourth down, Doug. This is a giant play in this game. Fourth and goal at the eight. It's play back to Biasen to throw under some pressure, looking, looking. Now he's going to run to the five, dives to the end zone, touchdown. They set him out just enough. He actually ran to where his wide receivers were, Larry, meaning the blockers could come up and uh, defenders could come up, maybe make a play, but they were unable to get to Biasen. Yeah, and he just made a really nice play there because it didn't look like that was going to happen. That play needed to happen. So now these conversions can become big if they're going to get back into it. 37 to 16. Gruel now to kick the double extra point, and it's on the way, and it is good. No problem. 7-10 to go in the third quarter. The cool junction, 37, and Wilcox Hildreth, 18. You're listening to high school football and the state playoffs. Brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Leaches and Todd Travis, your pioneers, seed dealers. 
Are you looking for better yield per acre? Well, Doug Bolton Pioneer offers more than 250 unique hybrids, each containing genetics available only in a Pioneer bag from one of the world's largest, most diverse corn genetic pools. Contact your Pioneer sales representative, Doug Bolt, for the right product for each yield. Pioneer, science with service. Delivering success and better yield per acre. See Doug Bolt today at Upland and good luck, Falcons. There's just one place where students are students first and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports offer more than the joy of competition. Studies show that student-athletes in Nebraska are also likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in other areas of their lives, including academics. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Gruel with an onside kick, and it's going to bounce, but it's going to be covered by Isaac Melton. And so it'll be first down and 15, McCool Junction at their own 38-yard line. Well, Kyle Childress got to find a way to play defense. As Coach mentioned, it was the 56 they gave up last week that concerned him. He wasn't worried about the 100. He just had to keep scoring. And uh, now you look at a football team that's got to find a way to come up with some stops, and what a job by McCool Junction to respond after the injury to their uh, star running back, Hunter Cole. Yeah, because at this point, Doug, they've scored uh, a couple, they've three touchdowns they've scored since he went out. 37-18, McCool Junction. 7:09 to go, third quarter, a lot of time. Going to run option. Finally, they pitch it to McDonald. McDonald gets a couple of blocks, gets into Wilcox out of his territory at the 38-yard line. Going to be a gain of about four, second down and 11. Yeah, and Owen McDonald, just a sophomore, Doug, but he's fast. I mean, he beat everybody in a foot race a minute ago. My guess is he's probably the fastest guy on the field right now. They're running this toss to the short side. Uh, we'll see if they try to get him to the wide side here at some point and let him use his wheel. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney Keen-Hildreth in the World Wide Web at flatlegalsrefs.com. Doug and Larry Baker. The Falcons in some trouble here at home. This time they want to run a little wheel out to the right side. They'll hand it off to McDonald. McDonald gets to the corner, the 35. They try to rip that ball away, and they push him out of bounds at the 32-yard line. Yeah, and again, just a, it's the same play. They just ran it to the wide side there. Running a little pitch play out there, and then the quarterback heels back on the defender. Fairly well-designed play. And you gain a five that time. We'll call it third down and six here. So far tonight, four turnovers for Wilcox Hildreth, none for McCool Junction. McCool Junction taking some time in the huddle here. Maybe already trying to start to use a little bit of this clock, Larry. No doubt about it. Just three minutes gone here in the third quarter. Third down and six. Motion McDonald. They're looking to throw it to him deep down the field. Rolling out, rolling out. Hobbs throws it up into double coverage, and it is batted away by Tobiasen. On the deflection, it goes off the hand of McDonald. But it looks like that one had a chance for finally Wilcox Hildreth to maybe grab it. Instead, ball's incomplete. Yeah, Tobiasen actually knocks it down. But Owen McDonald almost comes up with it, even off the deflection. That's the first incomplete pass for Hobbs tonight. He was 4 for 4 for 80 yards and a touchdown in the first half. It was a 63-yard, basically, screen touchdown play that got them on the board. So, now you're in tweener territory. Fourth down and six. You're at the 33-yard line. They're going to line up in the I formation to go for it. Hobbs hard count trying to draw him off. And the cool junction is just going to take the flag. I love that, Larry. If you're going to punt, don't call timeout. It just makes no sense to call timeout. Save 
save it, and then and and maybe you'll need it later on. Well, no question. You've got a quarter and a half to still play. That's a lot of games. That makes complete sense to do there. You do not want to waste the timeout. Now you punt the ball. And, again, you've got to play defense. If you're a cool junction, at some point in this game, you're going to be a little bit of a hang-on factor. Well, there's no doubt about it. And, and they called false start. It looked like they were going to try and call the timeout, but they called false start. And so now it is fourth down and 11 at their 39-yard line of Wilcox Hildreth. Pistol punt formation is what we call it, and it will be booted away there by Hobbs. Nobody back, and did he pin him inside the five again? He did. It's going to rest at about the two-yard line. That's a 37-yard punt, and yet again, Wilcox Hildreth will start inside the 10. Yeah, Doug, I mean, Will Hill, but yes, they've had the turnovers tonight, and they fumbled one going into the end zone. But the other big story here tonight is several times they've had to start drive in the shadow of their own end zone. couple score updates on the breeze. 94.5 in the second quarter, Sutton 8, David City Aquinas nothing, and on 1230 AM KHAS, Wahoos jumped out 14 nothing on Adams Central still in the first. Out of the I formation, pitch it. Jenkins trying to get to the outside. Good stiff arm. He gets to the 10. And he'll be shoved out of bounds right there at about the 11-yard line. Again, the freshman, Chase Wilkinson, I think this is the young man that had to come in defensively for Cole, and he's been doing a good job. But it is a game at nine. Yeah, Wilkinson does a nice job there, but it's always telling when the tackler gets up slower than the ball carrier. Wilkinson's not very big. Second down. They want to throw the ball. Fake the screen. Really, only one guy in the pattern. It's cruel, and it's knocked away. Nice defense by Owen McDonald. A slow developing play there. And it'll be third down and about seven to go. Yeah, they tried to run the slant with Gruel all the way back into the middle of the field after having a vertical route with the number two receiver. Haven't talked anything quite like that. Yeah, no doubt. Third down here, trying to move the ball on the football field. They're going to pitch it to Tobias, and he wants to run. And he is going to get hardly anywhere out to the 13-yard line. Jenkins probably could have been flagged for a hold there as his defender kind of wrapped him up and he threw him to the ground. It is a short gain of about three. It'll be fourth and four. Yeah, really important fourth down here again. But if you're McCool Junction, even if they get it, don't give Will Cox Hildreth any big plays. Again, that clock continues to run. And they are going to pitch it back. They are going to go for it. Tobias is under some pressure. He's going to tuck it up and run. He's getting good downfield blocking. 15, 20, 25. And he'll be shoved out of bounds at the 30-yard line. They send everybody down the field on semi-fly patterns. And that opened up the play for a 17-yard game. Yeah, that was close. Isaac Melton just about had Tobias and wrapped up back there. And that would have been disastrous. Uh, Tobison just does a fantastic job once he's breaking the and getting that field. 526 to go, third quarter, McCool Junction 37, Wilcox, Hildreth 18 here in Hildreth. The Falcons started at their own two, they're on the move. Pitch played Jenkins. Jenkins reverses his field. Now what's he going to do? Throw it? He does, and it's underthrown. Did he catch it? It doesn't matter. He fell down trying to get it to his center. Nichols, it's going to be incomplete. You run around long enough, all of a sudden, right when they get to you, you just pop pass it right over the uh, defensive backs that are coming after you. Yeah, it's crazy. They just run around, run around, and there's no man downfield because everybody goes downfield. Second down and 15 at their own 30. Tobias in the throw under some pressure. Looking, looking, Jenkins. they got to dump it to him again, and he's got some running room. He'll cut back to the middle of the field trying to make it big, and he'll make it big. 40, 35, and then he is thrown down with a face pass with the 28 on the line. And if he doesn't drag him down by the face pass, he's going to score. Yeah, no doubt about it. 
Jared Jug, and they looked downfield. I mean, I think that was a set-up play. They just let it all run downfield and then slipped A.J. Jenkins again just to kind of the short side of the field, dumped it to him with everybody gone. And if you let A.J. Jenkins go in space, he's going to hurt you. A personal foul, 15-yard face mask. So you got 22 on the pass and 15 on the penalty, which I guess actually will be 14 on the penalty here, Larry. But uh, half the distance to the goal, and that'll bring up first down and goal for Wilcox Hill. But if they went from the two, converted a fourth, and they're down. Well, no, they marked off 15. They marked off 15. Yeah, so, so this is big, and there's 15 yards without the clock running again. You get a couple first downers right there, and they'll mark it at the 12. First down and goal. Back to Jenkins. He'll throw it out here to Whitner, and he led him too far. Incomplete, just too quick. Just yeah, a little too quick. He just needed to hold that. Ritter is going to run. He's going to motion out of the backfield, and then it's effectively just bubble screen, and uh, it was just thrown too fast. So incomplete. Stops the clock. 458 to go third quarter. 37-18, McCool Junction. The number seven seed and the eighth-ranked team, according to the Omaha World Herald, leading undefeated and number two ranked and seed here for Wilcox Hildreth. Tobias at pitch play, and he throws it over the head of Jenkins again. A.J. Gitt is going to be able to throw it over the middle of the football field, and it is going to be deflected, and who caught it? It's caught. It's caught at the five-yard line. Reed hauls it in. He and Wilkinson both go for the loose ball, and Reed is able to catch it. It's a gain of eight. Well, I'm just going to tell you, I, I, I've been around this game a long time. I've never seen anything like it. I, I, I'm just going to – yeah, no, my guess is there – I think – now the officials – okay, see here, they, they got pockets. But back to the play, Doug. Uh, it, it's just the craziest stuff in the world. You've got a situation where the, uh, the, the snap or the pitch is all the way behind the guy, uh, like 10 or 15 yards, he barely gets hurt in the passing, and then it's going to be intercepted. The guy catches it in a three It'll be third down and goal at the four. Between the three and the four here, Wilcox Hobart's trailing 37 to 18 with 436 to go in the third quarter. And they'll pitch it to Tobiasen. He wants to run. Looks for a block. Jenkins makes the block. Tobiasen is into the end zone. Touchdown. Number three for Tobiasen. Yeah, that was a great drive. And they had to kind of gut that drive out. Only took about two minutes, Doug. But had to gut the big fourth down out. And then they had to overcome the bad snap. It hurt them all night. Just about got Will Hill again. And they were able to overcome it and turn it into a game, actually. Now Gould to try the kick with the two. No problem. It's up, and it is good. 4.36 to go in the third quarter. McCool Junction, 37. Wilcox Hildreth, 26 on Power 99. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. When you are looking for repairs on Ottawa Farm, the only thing you need to remember is Town & Country Service in Wilcox. 
We do it all from oil changes to brand new tires. We can diagnose and service all your cars, trucks, farm machinery, and everything in between. We keep you rolling along, so the next time you need auto work or new tires, call Town & Country Service in Wilcox. We are your hometown service with hometown prices and a very proud supporter of the Wilcox Hilda's football team. Go Falcons! Sid Gruel ready to boot it away. You don't have to onside it, but they will. They'll split it, and it's going to go right into the hands of Melton. And Melton grabs it at midfield and falls forward to the Wilcox-Hildreth 38-yard line. Yeah, that was a nice little three-yard return, actually, Doug. Yeah, I thought maybe he was going to get a little farther upfield with that one because Wilcox-Hildreth was hoping that it was going to bounce off. And instead, he just grabbed it and started up the field. Well, it was 30-2. to two. Now it's 37-26, to 26, so Wilcox Hilders is back in the ball game. In McCool Junction, generates some offense. Lowen McDonald split wide to the right, and Hobbs looks to throw to McDonald. It's going to be bad away. A.J. Jenkins, beautiful play by Jenkins on defense, and finally the energy is back in here for the Falcons. Yeah, no doubt about it, and actually if you're Wilcox Hildreth now that it's 26-37, to 37, you don't have to, like, be in this massive quick comeback mode. You've got a quarter and a half to go. There's still 4.15 left here in this uh, third quarter. Does. Will Hill doesn't have to go into freak-out mode here. They're, they can just get back into regular football mode. Now the cool Junction's got to find a way to get a little yardage here. They have been held to one first down in this quarter compared to six for McCool, for uh, Wilcox Hildreth. McCool Junction runs it straight up the field. Melton's got room, 35, jumps forward to the 32. Drew will make the tackle at the 31-yard line. That's going to be a gain of seven. It'll be third down and eight. Yeah, and this sets up third and manageable for McCool Junction. But Doug, you talk a lot about this a lot of times. And some of these offenses have to start running things that they don't practice over and over and over, and without their eye back here, their leading uh, yard gainer on the year, McCool Junction, they're having to run so many different things that they doubt they work during the week. Well, they've actually moved Selton, uh, Melton away from center. Bradley Lewis, the freshman, is the center now. They're going to run it again with Melton. He breaks the tackle of Jenkins, breaks another tackle at the 30, gets to the 25-yard line. Good, hard run. He's going to be just short of the first down, a gain of seven, and be fourth and one. What kind of an athlete do you have to be to move from center to running back? Yeah, no kidding. That's for sure. So this is a big play. McCook, or excuse me, McCool Junction gets another first down here. That'll leave another couple minutes off the clock. Fourth and a long one. Fourth and a long one out of the spread. They'll just give it to Melton. Same play. He got hit in the backfield. He's got to reverse his field, and he did not get it. Jenkins ends up making the tackle. Ripley was in there. But they got good push off the left side of that defensive line and shoved the blocker right back into the running back. Shoved him right back into the running back and had no chance. Tried to reduce his field, and then Jenkins was in. Yeah, Jenkins did a nice job there staying home and not overcommitting to the play side. Now here we go. Will Hill's got all the momentum. So it is first down. And 15. They want to run it, and Jenkins will get Tobias and try to give him a block. Tobias and drags a couple of players with him for short yardage up to the 28-yard line, a gain of three on the play. Yeah, and this is just a matter now for Wilcox. Silva. Just don't make the mistake. They're going to keep moving the ball. And again, like I said, with 240 left, it's only an 11-point game. They're in good shape here. And I'll tell you what, all the talk about A.J. Jenkins, how about the way Bryce Tobiasen has played here tonight in his comeback? He's going to pitch it to Jenkins. Jenkins wants to throw. Now he reverses his field. He'll shovel pass it to Littner, 
Let's see what they call here. We're going to call it a backwards pass, and now we've got a late flag. Yeah, I don't like this. The ball was on the ground. He jumped on, and I think they're going to call a late hit. Trying to cover it with Caden Kirkpatrick. Kirkpatrick made a great play back there, wrapping up Jenkins. Jenkins tried to two-hand shove it forward, and it was short. And a personal foul. Down the field. Down the field, okay. So that's a personal foul face mask on McCool Junction, as you can tell from the fans in front of us. And that bails out what uh, was a rough play there for Wilcox Hildreth. Yeah, that was going to be third and about 20-ish, Doug. And instead of being third and over 20, now you're going to get Second and about three, yeah. So the ball will move all the way up to the 37-yard line for Wilcox. So look, they still trail 37-26, 2.21 to go here in the third quarter. The winner will go to Harvard next Friday night. Trips to the left side now. The center, Nichols, snaps it back to Tobiasen. He's going to throw it low, but it's caught at the 40. Spinning, Rittner gets the first down into the field. That's a 34-yard line. Yeah, they're in that trip in that there, Doug, and they just threw a plant right to the number three receiver. A really nice job there by Rittner. Catching that, makes the catch, and then made a nice run after. A nine-yard gain. It was 30-10 to 10 at the half, and McCool Junction scored on the first play. Of the third quarter, we're up 37 to 10. Back-to-back touchdowns for Will Hill. They want more. There's a pitch play, Jenkins. He'll just lower that shoulder, and now they're searching out the contact, looking to make the tackle inside the 30 to the 27-yard line. Yeah, Chase Wilkinson, just a 135-pound freshman. He ate the train. He was willing to come up and make the tackle, but he was very slow getting up again. And they'll pitch it to Tobias in this time, and he's got running room at the 20. He'll run over a man inside the 20 to the 16-yard line. It's going to be a gain of 11. Yeah, and they're just trying to get up. They do not want to huddle. They just want to keep this going. They've got McCool Junction on their heels right now. No doubt about it. With 128 to go here in this quarter, third quarter of play. The coach is saying, get the ball, snap. Jenkins pitches it over here to Tobias. And Tobias breaks one tackle. And then Hobbs is able to hold him up and bring him down at the 14-yard line. That hold out to about a two-yard gain. And that's back to what we were seeing from the Mustangs earlier. Man, really working young Mr. Wilkinson over. What a freshman. This guy's done a great job. Great job. Absolutely, no doubt about it. He's getting trucked here about five or six times in a row. And he's more than willing to keep taking it. Second and 13. Pitch play, a one-hand catch. And they'll get Jenkins, hit him in the backfield. He'll shake loose. he get a penalty flag. He comes to the 10, to the 5. He stretches the pylon. Touchdown, Wilcox Wilbur. Let's see what the flag is about. Let's see what the flag is about. Is it going to be a face mask? Trying to drag him down in the backfield, or is it going to be a block in the back? It's going to be a face mask. Touchdown, Wilcox Wilbur. And that makes it 37-32. Yeah, and now you've got the entire fourth quarter. I think Wilcox Hildreth has really got this train running. And the hard part is if you're McCool, you play the whole thing is just on so high for you now. Uh, you've got to find a way to stick gum and some of the balls in the water is just going to come in like an avalanche. We'll mark that down as Jenkins' first touchdown of the night on a 14-yard run. Gruel to kick the two-point conversion. Held by Tobiasen, and the kick this time is off the mark, and it is no good. Hobbs actually landed on the holder there, but they don't flag it, and that's the first misconversion. A five-point spank touchdown, a 14-yard run. 
by the All-Stater A.J. Jenkins. And with 47 seconds to go in the third quarter, McCool Junction 37, Wilcox Hill with 32. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power Products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power Products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. After the face snap, Wilcox Hildreth will kick off at the 35 of McCool Junction. They'll split it again, and this one's loose. Wilcox Hildreth's got a chance to pick it up, and they do. A beautiful strip kick is going to be covered inside the 15 yard line. It's going to be finished and goal. Well, Wilcox Hildreth with a chance to take the lead after trailing 30 to 2. Yeah, and if you're McCool Junction, why in the world? I mean, they were back. They weren't even on the 10 yards. They were up uh, 10 yards away from it. Of course, Wilcox knows if they're going to onside. The field position said so. Ripped the ball loose, but the play was dead. It'll be second down and goal. They will mark him at the seven, a gain of three. Yeah, they got back in the eye there. I don't expect to see them stay there. McCool Junction's had an answer for that. Now they're back in their spread set. Second and goal at the seventh. Jenkins takes the snap, pitches it to Tobias, and he's hit the back open. He throws it to Jenkins. Jenkins is at the seven. He breaks the tackle at the five, and Wilcox Hilbert is into the end zone. What an athletic move by Tobias. And Donnerman had him wrapped up in the backfield, and he had an arm free, and he just shoved it out through the Jenkins, who also had to break the tackle and get in from 10 yards out. Welcome to six-man football. Yeah, that's the old double pitch, baby. Pitch it to the one guy, get tackled, pitch it to the next guy. Holy smoke. And the extra point kick is on the way, and it is good for two. It is now Wilcox over with 40. McCool Junction, 37. 30 unanswered points for the Falcons all here in the third quarter. 14 seconds remain, and we'll be right back. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So, yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. And we're back here, Doug, to Larry Baker. Larry, help me out. It was 37-34, right? Uh, 37-34. 37-34. 32-32. Okay. 37-32. All right. 
the eight and the six were burned out for me, so I was a little bit behind. As we're ready to boot it away, another squib kick, and McCool Junction has to come over, and McDonald gets on it. So, 40 to 37, Wilcox Hildreth leads for the first time after trailing at one point, 30 to two. Well, you got to get the ball to Owen McDonald on the edge. I think if you're McCool Junction, he's shown to be the fastest guy out of here, and they've run some kind of different stuff these last two series. It's a matter of Owen McDonald right now. Can he get you down the field? In his last series, they moved Melton to the backfield, and uh, they stuffed him on fourth and one. They get a little time to get out of a huddle here. On first and 15, back to pass, trying to set up a screen, looking deep, going for it all. Kirkpatrick's open. Kirkpatrick holds it in at the 10-5 touchdown. The cool junction. What a throw by Dana Hobbs. One play and back in top on top of the Mustang. Yeah, Caden Kirkpatrick, he's a 225-pound freshman. He's about 6'3". He would be a dynamite tackle for us. But he just caught the big one right down the center of the field, Doug. Big man, Tobiasen was trying to track it down. He was playing it like a center fielder with a ball hit over his head and could not quite get there. And, boy, all it was was can the big sophomore make that catch. And then he caught it in stride. That was just a beautiful play by the Mustangs. The conversion will be a kick this time, and it is up, and it is good by Isaac Melton. A five-point bank touchdown is the 47-yard touchdown pass with four seconds to go in the third quarter, 45-40, McCool Junction back in 30 seconds. The Gary Thompson Agency in Hildreth and Wilcox would like to take this time to say how proud they are of the Wilcox Hildreth football team and wish them the best of luck in the games. The Gary Thompson Agency has you covered from health to your home and everything in between when it comes to ensuring all the things in life you work so hard for. Protect your legacy with the Gary Thompson Agency. State football playoffs brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. It's been a really long third quarter with all the scoring going on. Again, it was 30-10 to 10 at the half. The cool junction, the cool junction now leads at 45-40. And Owen McDonald's had a pretty good leg on him. He can kick it about 48 yards. he got to kick it about 50 to get it in the end zone. Jenkins will come up and take this one at the 6. Straight up the middle of the field to the 10. Close to the left of the 15. He's going to be wrapped up pretty good. 20, 24-yard line. That's good coverage that time by McCool Junction. And that takes us to the end of the third quarter of play in the six-man state quarterfinals. What a dandy. 30 unanswered points here in the third quarter by Wilcox Hildreth before McCool Junction punches it in. It's 45-40, McCool Junction on Power 99. Take KPRFM. Carney Wilcox Hildreth. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors. And having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. 
I'm Shelly Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. With our producer engineer, Captain Sloan, Jeff Babel, Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda back here at Hildreth. A big thank you to the many fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you tonight's six-man quarterfinals. First and 15 at their 25-yard line. Tobias wants to throw. Rittner's open over the middle of the field. He makes a sliding catch at the 37-yard line, a gain of 12. He had the nice play. He took uh, Rittner out there and just ran him right to the middle of the field. A nice little pitching catch. Now you've got second and very comfortable. Second about three and a half. Low snap. They'll pitch it back here to Jenkins. He's looking downfield, but he's going to end up running it. And he's going to be brought down to the backfield. He's trying to step on Jake Donovan, but the senior had none of it this time. And he is going to be dropped for a six-yard loss to the 31-yard line. It'll be third down and nine. Yeah, that went from second and comfortable to third and fairly uncomfortable now because You've got to get this. I don't know that you can let this really short. You can't go for fourth down here. Third down. Twins to the left side and feeling Gruel. They'll pitch it right. Tobison wants to throw. Standing, standing. Down the right sideline looking for Nichols. And it's just complete at the 28-yard line. Fourth down and nine. That's the first down if he runs. Doug and Tobison just played such a fantastic game tonight. Coach was a little upset with him there, too. I think he felt like he should have run it. I think they're calling a play, Doug. I don't think they're going to punt this ball. This could be a real gamble here. Because now that you're, you're at 8.53, up or down by five, another touchdown here really hurts. 45-40 McCool Junction, fourth and nine. They are going to run a play. Tobias is rolling, rolling. He wants to throw. He's got to get back over to Jenkins. Jenkins got to make a man miss. And he does. First down, 40, 35, 30. Down the left side line, 25, 20. Makes the tackle and into the end zone. A.J. Jenkins. It's the same play they scored multiple times on. They run around the one side of the field and just take A.J. Jenkins, and they just sit him right on the numbers. And then once the play's almost dead, they're able to throw it to him, and he's able to catch it. That's a touchdown. That's a big play because Wilcox Hilton is going to take the lead here, and they were getting ready to give the ball back to uh, McCool Junction down by five at McCool Junction, or excuse me, at their own 30. And the extra point, the snap was bobbled, but they get it down, and Gruel puts it up. And in, our five-point bank touchdown, a 49-yard throwback pass from Tobiasen to Jenkins. And with 8.35 to go in the game, McCool Junction now trails Wilcox Hildreth, 48-45. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to barneyinsurance.net. Gruel trying to swim kick it, but it goes in the air right to McDonald. He's down the right sideline, 
30. He's going to be inside the 25, and they'll push him out of bounds at the 20-yard line. And it's going to be first and 15 at the Fountain 20 for McCool Junction, now trailing 48-45. Okay, so any chance to get a nice long drive here to the field goal and go to overtime? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah, field goal for four. Yeah, me for the second time. Yep. And I've seen the old four point field goal. Yeah. It's beautiful. First down in 15 at the Will Hill 20 yard line. Bombs pitches. Reverse, fake the reverse. Looking to throw McDonald. Now he'll tuck it up and run. Gets to the 15, and Jenkins will bring him down at the 14 after a gain of six. Yeah, and let's try to run some pretty big trickeration there, and he's not going to get up, Doug. They just tried to help Owen McDonald up. And back to the ground he went. He's trying to get up on his own. Still hasn't gotten up, but they've stopped the play. So he's going to have to come out, and he's been their most electric kid. And he might have caught one of the ribs there. Man, he's a little ginger. He's going to get some help, but he is walking off the field. Again, early in the game, if you wonder, Hunter Cole, knee injury, right at the beginning of the second quarter, uh, he went out with uh, six carries, 68 yards. He scored in the – they had two plays. He scored on the second play. He went 25-17 and 17 to start the game. The cool junction was up in this football game, 30-2 to with 2.52 to go in the second quarter. And now it's 48-45, Wilcox Hibbert. And in comes the all-freshman, number 15, Chase Wilkinson, all 135 pounds of him. He's looked good on defense. Let's see what he's got uh, here on offense. It's going to be second and about 10. Second and 10 at the 14-yard line. Snap straight back to Hobbs. Wants to throw it out here. It's tipped and then dropped. The ball was tipped just enough that when Kate Kirkpatrick tried to grab with the big guy that just scored the touchdown, it, it slid through his hands because it had just been tipped. Second down goes to third down now, and 10 yards to go at the 14. Yeah, and he was going to get by the first guy. If he catches that, that was going to be pretty good. So two cracks here. They need to get to the inside the five for a first down. 48-45, Wilcox over 7.44 to go in the game here on Power 99. When we're done with the new West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, the center, Bradley Lewis, snaps it back straight ahead. Bob's looking for some running room. Goes to the left, gets to the five-yard line, gets to the goal line, touchdown, Mustang. Yeah, it was a great play. They ran that earlier in the game where they fake the pitch and then take it straight up into the A-gap, and then he busted it outside. That's just a dynamite run there by Dana Hobbs. So now you've got McCool Junction's retaking the lead, 733. Does this thing now looks like it's going to come down. Who can get the one stop? Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, then you have to start talking a little strategy on your kickoff, get away from the squid maybe if you're Wilcox Hildreth, as they line up to kick the extra point here. Isaac Melton, good snap. They're just going to try and throw it in. Now he's going to tuck it up, throw it. Hobbs, got it. Milton to Hobbs for the one point, and that makes it the cool junction, 52. And Wilcox held us 48, the latest five-points bank touchdown, a 14-yard run from Dana Hobbs. We'll be right back. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. 
I went off to medical school and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. Forget district volleyball for B, C, and D tomorrow. A couple of Fort Kearney Conference teams, Overton and Pleasanton, playing at Kearney High at 7 o'clock tomorrow. There's a triple header at Kearney High. BDS plays Baywood Hay Center at 4.30. The first game is Vinton and Grand Island Central Catholic at 2, and we'll have that right here on Power 99. And then the state tournament begins on Thursday. We're going to go to our PlatteRiverPress.com scoreboard. It's been a while since we've given you an update. We haven't had a chance to take a breath here, Larry. No, no none. none. This thing is just fast and furious. I don't expect it to slow down. We have hit 100 total points now, 52 to 48, McCool Junction. And you booted away. Mel, high in the air, short, can be returnable. It's headed towards the pylon, and then Jenkins can't get to it. It's very close to the sideline, and it's scooted in to the end zone, so the Falcons will start at the 15. In Class A, all second quarter, Miller South 14, Grand Island 7, Bellevue West 22, Elkhorn South 14, Omaha West side at Millard West, Ida 7, and number one Burke leading Lincoln Southeast 21 to nothing. In B in the fourth quarter, Waverly 29, McCook 23. Omaha Scott, the rest are in the second quarter. Scott leads Blair 47 to nothing. York over Seward 14 13. And Ron Colley in Scott's Bluff is up 35 14. And the second quarter go down tonight. My goodness, here we go, first and 15. And they're going to get it to Tobias, and he fumbled it. He's able to pick it back up, get across the 25 to the 28 yard line. And made a nice run out of that one as he kind of pitched, when it was pitched to him, he didn't get a clean grip on it. He's going to pick up 12. It'll be second down and three. Yeah, that was a fantastic play by Tobias in there to gather himself and get the ball seated and then get it for a gain because that ball just about came out. He also was able to get out of bounds there and stop the clock. Remember, four turnovers in the first half for the Falcons. Tobias wants to throw. Blocking is Jenkins. Now he'll tuck it up and run 30, 35 and run out of bounds at the Google Junction sideline at the 35-yard line. That's going to be a gain of eight. And just extremely impressed with uh, Bryce Tobias. And, you know, coming into the year or coming into the game, he's thrown the ball for about 250 yards on the year. He rushed it for uh, about close to 800. Just great numbers. And tonight he's just been a fantastic leader. First down and 15, pitch to Tobiasen. He can pass or run. Now he'll give it back to Jenkins. Jenkins will start up the field and slip. Kirk Patrick's the only guy in the backfield. He's got to cover both of them and make sure that they don't take off with the football. It's going to be a four-yard pass completion, second yeah. and 11. And that's the same play they've scored on numerous times. They just run around and run around, and, and uh, Jenkins sits on that edge. I think they can probably come back to it whenever they want. Second and 11. Jenkins pitched to Tobias, and Tobias in pass run option. Pulls it down and now starts to run. They'll get into the two junction territory at the 35. Hit hard by Donovan at the 32-yard line. And move that stick all the way down here from the 39. Give him a gain of eight. Yeah, Hobbs absolutely smacked him. It'll be third down and four. Tobiasen pitches up to Jenkins. Straight run. All kinds of holding penalty flags. And Jenkins is going to break it loose 25-20. Trying to set up a block at the 15. Spin move at the 10. And he's going to be inside the 10 to about the 7. But it's coming back. This will be the first holding call of the football game on either team. Yeah, the center there just tackled the McCool Junction defender. So you're going to get third and around 14 now, Doug-ish. That is the... First penalty of the second half on the Falcons. 
That's a spot foul. It depends on where they mark this from. I think they're picking them up, and they're going to mark it from the line of scrimmage. 6.07 remaining in the game. McCool Junction, 52. Wilcox hold with 48. Here on Classic Hits, Power 99, our state football playoffs brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Third down and 14 it will be for the Falcons at their own 37-yard line, trailing by four. Six minutes to go in the football game. One pass option here for Tobiasen. They've covered him a little bit. He's trying to get to the corner. McDonnerman got to him first and drug him down after a short game for the Mustangs, 39-yard line. It's going to be a gain of about four, and it'll be fourth down and ten. Yeah, that was a sure tackle. What a fantastic, fantastic atmosphere. Of course, this facility such a great facility. But this high school football, though, all the stars are lining the field, all the people standing out here. Everybody's loud on both sides. Great crowd, and they've treated a heck of a game. Fourth down, they go for it. Reverse, Sidney Grewell from left to right. Nowhere to go. He'll throw it back. They set it up for Jenkins. He might go. 35 30. 25 versus the tackle 20. Look there with a great block. 15 10. 5 touchdowns. Real toss. Hold with. That yeah, is, that that is a 39 yard touchdown pass from Sidney Grewell. Yeah, they run the reverse. Set up very well. Junction actually defended it. And then the guys, after they run the reverse, the guys were just standing there, and when he didn't have anywhere to go, he turned around and threw it back. A great catch and run. Yeah, that was well defended. McCool Junction, they, they played that perfectly. Gruel was not expected to uh, pull up and pass, but he had to. And now as they line up for the kick, they have offsides on McCool Junction. And I don't know what uh, they'd move it a yard and a half here. Unless they're going to say uh, this may be on Will Hill for moving early, Doug. 5.39 to go, our five points bank touchdown. That is what it is, so they'll back him up. Gruel's got the leg. That's not the problem here, so this won't be a big deal. A 39-yard pass from Gruel to Jenkins. At the moment, it's 54-52, to 52. and again, you have to remember that was on fourth and 10. Last time they scored on a 49-yard pass on fourth and nine. So they'll put the ball down at the 15-yard line for the extra point kick. And Gruel blocked. Tried to get that a little more leg on it, and it was blocked by Dana Hobbs. But Wilcox Hildreth has the lead, 54-52, 5.39 remaining here on Power 99. As the seasons change, so does the coverage on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Wide open, throwing up a shot there. It's going to be Bender. It's right down for the hole for a three-pointer. In the lane, little scoop here by Wayan, and Wayan with the bucket. That was not easy for Jonah Wayan. Out with the football and volleyballs, and in with the basketballs and wrestling mats. And we get a takedown here by uh, Johnson, and he's going to be able to get Ecker to his back. With updated scores, schedules, interviews, and more, find it all on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio, local sports, your music. Music. Being tougher together isn't just words to the Aurora Cooperative team. It's what we believe and what we do to help our owners. It's being here at the end of the turn row when you need us, anytime and every time. As part of our Tougher Together commitment, we're excited to announce a new incentive that new and old customers can take advantage of this fall. It's called our Fall Turn Row Incentive Program. Contact your local Aurora Cooperative yield expert to learn the details on how you can earn these additional turn row incentives for your farm. Tougher Together, Aurora and you. 54-52, Wilcox held it. They're ready to kick it off. Everything's basically been a squib. They covered one of them. And that's something they've done most of the year, and it's going to be covered again at the 35. 
you know, we, we didn't get deep into that with Coach Edward Hart in the uh, pregame, but you know, the fans saying that most of the time that's what they do. And when you don't have Hart hold back there anymore, you have all that area. There's about 20 yards of nothing that's between the front five and the return man. Yeah, and they have a scooch at once. First down and 15. Inside handoff, McDonald takes the throw back, and Jenkins bit on it. 35-40. Left timeline, steps out of bounds at the Mustang 38-yard line. Yeah, you've got Old McDonald back in the game, Doug, and he can run. He's jumped up a little, but he just gets to that edge, make it happen. To your point on the kickoff, now in one play, the Mustangs are in plus territory here, Doug, where that thing instead, it would be out around the 30 after that game. So, first or second down, and we'll call it seven yards to go. And getting out of bounds, stopping the clock. Who knows how many more possessions we've got in this football game. We're not quite halfway through the fourth quarter. And the pitch has fumbled a little bit. Hobbs trying to get rid of it. McDonald caught it and fell down after a gain of one. He did a great job to catch it. It's a gain of one. It'll be third down and six. Another fantastic job there to get it off and make the catch. If he's not falling down when that catch happens, he's going to run a while. Good pressure again that time by Wilcox Hildreth. But we haven't seen anybody even think about punting it so far here in most of this football game. One punt in the second half. And that was by McCool Junction. Tim Wilcox Hildreth at the two, but they drove 78 yards to score. Again, a low snap. The pitch is a little off the mark here trying to get it to Donovan. Donovan is going to be drugged down at the line of scrimmage. Tobias had made the tackle on the left edge, but that all got started so because of the bad snap or bad pitch. Yeah, well, and it's that snap coming back slow. And that's that play where they fake the outside run and then they turn it right back to the gap. They've had a ton of success with it. But when the snap comes back slow, though, that play can't develop because you don't get anybody to chase the outside play. Fourth down and five and a half for Wilcox Hildreth to speak best to try and make a play here. The full junction is up to Wilcox Hilbert, 55 yards. Here's the Falcon fans. Here's Sonoma trying to get his down as they can. A different formation here, and they're going to run a little option in all kinds of trouble, and they're going to throw it out here complete, but not get the first down. They got all over the quarterback, Dana Hobbs, and they were Clayton Nichols. He finally broke the tackle, chucked it out here to Melton, but Melton actually lost a yard on the completion, and Wilcox Hildreth, for the first time tonight, has the ball and the lead. Yeah, and, and you've got a situation there with just complete broken play. Nobody knew what was going on. It was kind of a fire drill. We're going to go into a power run formation. The pitch is high, but Jenkins has it, and he'll get just into the Cool Junction territory at the 38-yard line. That's going to be a gain of four on the play. Well, if you know where the line on the football is, Jenkins caught it below the line. I mean, on the tip, that thing just about went over his head. There have been numerous bad pitches from uh, about three different guys. I mean, you only got six. I'm not sitting here to, to point fingers at anybody, but they've had numerous bad pitches. Again, the cool junction has not turned the ball over in the game, and all four turnovers for the Falcons were in the first half. Second down and 11 at the 39-yard line. Pitch play this time a good one. Jenkins starts left, looks to the hole. Now gets the move to the sideline, 35, 35, 30, takes back to the 25. And he'll lay it down there at the 25-yard line. Again, a 14 for Jenkins. Yeah, really nice play. Almost a block in the back there. Now, if you're Wilcox killed it, just be clean. I mean, you're down to 15 in the game. Pick, 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 pick. 
Well, this is going to come down to a conversion. You just have to figure they're going to score, and that'll make it eight. And what will they do? You only need the one, and they may not kick it. We'll find out. Again, they just went back to power run for They haven't seen what since the opening series. Jenkins tries to cut back or slips down. It'll be brought down by Chase Wilkinson after a gain of a yard. It'll be second down and 14 at the 23-yard line of the cool junction. Hands on the hips. They are starting to get tired again. Most of these guys haven't been playing at this point in the game all year long. The games have been decided. Uh, just one time has it went to the final possession from the cool junction. It never did go to the final possession so far for what Calcobia. Yeah, you're exactly right, Doug. But this power, you know, McCool Junction has just played it well all night. Jenkins starts left, now reverses his field, and he's dug down behind the line of scrimmage again by Jaden Donovan. What a game this young man has had. And we are going to get a timeout here called by McCool Junction, it looks like, with 2.31 to go. Again, it seems like the quarters, there's only 10-minute quarters in, the, in, in six-man but it just seems like there's a ton of time. We're down to 2.31. A loss on the play of five that time by Jenkins. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. We're back after this timeout. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. Doug Doodle, Larry Baker back with you in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth here in Hildreth bringing you the six-man state football quarterfinals while Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. 2.31 remaining in the game. It is third and 14. Wilcox Hildreth, they lead by two. Tobiasen, one pass option. Jenkins back over here. They throw it to him. Now they need to make the open field tackle. 25. They just going to give it to 20. At the 15, Jenkins touchdown for Wilcox Hildreth. And fatigue is starting to become a big part of this football game because they had him sized up, and that time, the Hobbs couldn't, couldn't make the play. Well, the key there, Doug, is they got out of that eye. They're minus yards in that eye tonight. They get this spread set. They, they've only stopped themselves. There they get back in the spread set and go down and score. They've got to stay out of that eye. Cool for the kick to put them ahead, and it is good to put them up by two scores. That is a big, big play as it's now Wilcox over at 62 and the cool junction 52. Our five-point spank touchdown, we're going to keep it here as Larry breaks it down for us for a moment. But uh, a lot of fourth down conversions, a lot of long yardage conversions on these touchdown drives to Wilcox Hildreth in the second half. Yeah, and they've done it the same way. They've gotten some of that spread stuff and just extended plays to where in six man, if you can extend that play long enough, there's just not enough guys on the field for how big the field is. They've done a great job at that. You know, on that drive, they just kept losing yards. They were in the eye and just had no chance to move the ball. They get right back into the spread, and boom, go right down and score. 217 left. It's a 10-point game now. So now, if you're the Mustang, you need to score quickly, and then you need something to happen for you. Yeah, you still got a couple of timeouts left there. And again, with Wilcox Hilton's script kicking it all the time. But right now, Larry, there is not a 
the two junction Mustangs between the five and the thirty. They back up a couple of yards, so now it's the five. They back them up a little bit, five to 25. So there's 20 yards of real estate if they preach it. And Gruel is going to try and kick it. Already kicked right underneath it. And it's grabbed at the 25-yard line by Hawk with the 38 down the sideline. 35-40. Cuts back. He breaks the tackle. He still, and he pitches it. He pitches it, and McDonald's going to score. Tobias and can't get him. Touchdown, Mustang. They score quick. Now that was a fantastic play, Doug, and that was no six-man business. That was a legit deal. He was tied up, and right here comes McDonald, and it was just like an option play. McDonald's coming up behind. He pitches it, and McDonald takes it straight to the house, Doug. Hobbs does a great job. He's being brought down, and McDonald is right there. And now it's 62 to 58. Yeah, this is unbelievable. You're exactly right. How big that extra point, that two-point extra point was down on the other end. So now you got to kick it if you are the cool junction. Here comes the pressure. They block it. they got a hand on it. A.J. Jenkins, I believe, is the one that got a fingertip on it. 2-0-4 to go in this football game. It is Wilcox over the 62, the cool junction, 58. Yeah, and here's the one thing I say, I know that Wilcox Hildreth and their fans are super excited about the extra point not going through, but it's not a field goal in this deal. you got to get a stop and a touchdown. So it being 62-60 really doesn't matter versus 62-58. I couldn't get a field goal. Well, we were talking overtime earlier, brother. Four-point field goal gets us there. What does Rakul Junction do here? They haven't squipped it really all night long. you got two timeouts. I think you got to squip it. Well, try and cover it. Here's the one thing I would say, and we would converse on that. And here's the other thing I would, I would at least present to my assistant. If we kick the D here, make them run more plays. They've made more mistakes tonight. And I think you'll see Wilcox Hildreth go to straight power. Yeah. And I think if Wilcox Hildreth gets him in that eye and runs that power stuff, that would play into Wilcox Hildreth's hands. Wilcox Hildreth will score again if they get that track. Well, let's find out what happens. Isaac Mountain, you have got Tristan Nix back deep. So then probably not expecting it's going there. And it's a squib kick. Look out. And it's going to go out of bounds. Whitner was kind of trying to screen it. He didn't want to dive on it because he knew it was going out of bounds. But the speedy, the cool Junction Mustangs just about got there. It is going to go out of bounds near the 34-yard line. So here's the story. If you're just joining us, it's been a wild night on numerous occasions uh, on and off the football field here. But Wilcox Hildreth had all kinds of offensive problems in the first half, and it wasn't just because they had four turnovers. They were down 30-2 to two with under three minutes to go. That's like 30-2. to two. The team that scored 100 last week had two points 17 minutes into this game. They were down 30-10 to 10 at the halftime. They were down 37 to 10 after the first play of the third quarter, then scored 30 in a row, and now we've been exchanging scores. And the ball will be marked right at midfield with 2:04 to go and a four-point lead. They spread it, they pitch it. Tobias looks for a block, gets to the 35, breaks the tackle. He gets back to the right side and to the 33-yard line, running vertically. He'll be brought down by Jaden Connerman again, who's got to be approaching 20 tackles. Yeah, and this is the thing, Doug. Stay in this spread, keep running these plays. Not only are they getting their most yardage, these plays take forever. They're like 10 and 12-second plays versus being in the eye. You don't know where they're in there a two-second play. They do not use the timeout. The clock now, 90 seconds remaining. The winner gets Harvard, ranked number one all year, and the defending runner-up. It'll be at Harvard, the new West Post game show coming up. 
Sutton leading David City Aquinas 30-6 at the half. We'll have coverage of that. Tobias then acts like he wants to throw, and now he's going to be hit hard and brought down at the 31-30 yard line. The timeout will be used. It's a gain of two. It'll be third and about six yards to go. Timeout number two here for McCool Junction. Yeah, and I like not calling the timeout on second down there, Doug. Use your timeout for third and fourth down, knowing that you're not going to be able to get a back. Use your timeout on third and fourth. One fourteen remaining in the game. It is third and six. Wilcox Hildreth at the 31-yard line of McCool Junction. Wilcox Hildreth 62. McCool Junction 58. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. Tri-City Storm Hockey returns for its 19th season. The future of professional hockey is right here in the heartland. The United States Hockey League set a record with 57 players drafted at this year's NHL Draft. Catch all the Storm's home games at the Viero Center in Kearney. For tickets and other information, visit stormhockey.com. Listen to the Doug and Daddy Show for everything you need to know about Storm Hockey with the Storm Report on 1460 and 1550. Tri-City Storm Hockey, be the Storm. Buzz's Marine of Carney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's and it's... Jenkins. Jenkins starts left, reverses his field. They try to hem him in, and he's going to get some, but not all of the yardage. Boy, what a great job of the defense there by McCool Junction. They'll call their final timeout. He's going to get about four. It's going to be fourth down, and depending on where they mark it, about a yard and a half. Stopping the clock with 1.02 remaining. The final timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Carney. We'll keep it here. Thank you to all the fine Wilcox Hildreth sponsors and all those around the area that are listening on flatriverpreps.com. And it's fourth of a yard and a half. And if the cool junction doesn't get the stop, Wilcox Hildreth will be on to the semis. Yeah, it'll be over there. And you even see the Wilcox Hildreth guys with their hands down on their knees, sucking, looking for air. Uh, as you said, they just haven't played like this all year. I get in the spread and run the same type of play if I'm Wilcox Hildreth. If they'd run that play where they run around and throw it back to A.J. Jenkins, they would score. Yeah, they are not defending really the pass anymore. They're using three uh, defenders to really shadow everything. That yard marker back to the fourth and two. Here they go. They line up in power. And we might get a timeout here. Wilcox Hildreth was confused about what they wanted to do there. Well, A.J. Jenkins looked over at the coach and was really concerned, uh, unsure. But in that last timeout, Jenkins had a helmet off and he was down on his uh, knees the whole timeout. He might not have got what was supposed to go on there. And when we see a lineup in power, they put uh, a wing, Rittner, either left or right. He was left that time. They go under center for a rare time, and then Jenkins alone back. So we're just looking at Tobias and handing it to Jenkins and letting him try to make the yard to half. And it might get, you know, you have to look at it. Here's a kid that came into the night of, you know, over a 2,000-yard rusher. you got to think he can get to three feet. 137 unofficially tonight for Jenkins. Wow. And, of course, Hunter Cole went out early in the second quarter with an apparent knee injury. Here we go. The season for the Mustangs on this play. Fourth and a yard and a half. Tobias and pitches it. Jenkins has the first down. Has the touchdown. That's what they need to do is let him score. If they don't want to stop him, a touchdown. And that makes it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Having him score there actually was the best outcome for the Mustangs. Uh, you know, in some ways, if he'd have 
Maybe had his head on just a little bit. Hard one in high school. But if he flies right there instead of scoring, the game is completely over and you don't run any more plays. And the extra point kick by Gruel is up and in. 56 seconds to go in the game. Wilcox Hildreth, 70. McCool Junction, 58. We'll kick it off again. It's not over. 30 seconds. Time out. your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzz's at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat. Well, you can kind of see how Wilcox Hilder scored 100 last week. Now, again, they had two points through the first 17 minutes of this football game. Over the next 22, 68. Yeah, and I think the thing is, is it's a situation where they just couldn't get out of their own way early. And I kept talking about if they just stay calm here, they're going to find themselves, and they've done that. They're going to be able to score on anybody if they, if they clean it up and don't make those mistakes. And in some ways, if you come out of here with a win, you're so excited to move on this week, and you're yeah. on for next week. There's Gruel's kick. This one's the deepest kick of the night. They're going to take it up the 11-yard line, slip up to the 15, to the 20. It's the freshman Wilkerson to the 25, and they're going down to the 27-yard line. Down 12 with 50 seconds to go. Yeah, now it's... Well, I was going to say a scramble drill, but isn't that what most of tonight has been? <laughs> this is a lot different than last Friday when I was at Bellevue West and it was 10-10 with a minute to go in the game. Yeah, that's right. First down and 15. In motion, Donovan. Dropping back to pass. Pressure. Tom's looking, throws back over here to Donnerman. He's got it for 5, 10. He gets to the 40, and he's going to get into Wilcox Hilton territory. Step out of bounds, it looks like maybe right at the 40-yard line. So he will be short of the first down. It's going to be a gain of 13, second and 2. Yeah, that was a nice run, and I think if you're Wilcox Hildreth, you let them have those all night long. Well, well whatever, whatever 39 seconds of all night means. Yeah. It's all going to come down, even if they score, just covering a squib kick now. 40 seconds remain, 70 to 58. Wilcox Hildreth, the cool junction, sending McDonald in motion. They give it to him on a fake jet sweep. Now he'll throw it deep down the middle of the field, one-on-one of the overshoots the intended for Isaac Melton with Sidney Gruel right there with him, step for step. Man, that was a nice play. They just, the white hat just blew it dead. And they want to put the clock at 35 seconds. They're going to put five seconds back on the clock. I don't know why they did that. That play took a lot longer than four seconds. Yeah, I don't know. There was 40 seconds up there. (laughs) So 35 seconds to go. And the incomplete pass from McDonald. Third down and short. So they've got to get a first down, but that's also the kind of the least of their worries. They need to score here yeah. to give themselves any kind of a chance. Yeah, the, the first down does matter here. They're going to split Kirkpatrick out wide to the right. Man-to-man coverage. Low snap, takes the handoff, rolling to his right, hop past the floor because it wasn't pitched to him. He'll hit McDonald, first down 35-30. 25, and he got out of bounds at the 20-yard line. Nice play. That's going to go for 20. And give them another set of downs with 26 seconds to go. 
Yeah, and again, nice play. Got it to the right guy. Now you've got to get – I mean, you've got to be thinking you need to score in the next play probably. 36 seconds to go, 70-58, to 58, Wilcox Hildreth. Wilcox Hildreth finally came up with a stop midway through this fourth quarter, and that's been the difference. I mean, to win here, Doug, because the kickoff's going to take, you know, three to five seconds. Four twice is probably five to ten apiece. I mean, this really is down to about the next player, too. Glenn's right. McDonald in motion again. Here comes some pressure. A good jump there by Jenkins. They'll pull it out here. It's caught by McDonald with the 15, but he stays in bounds at the 10, and that's going to do it. They cannot stop the clock. The cool chunk is going to try and get out there and spike it, and they do with eight seconds remaining in the game. But getting tackled inbounds was the difference because now you're right, Larry. You can't score onside it and score again, I don't That's think. Right. No, they, they, that really was a deal where they needed to have it dialed up on that play, knowing that it was going to literally take two more plays uh, to be able to have a chance. The U.S. postgame coming up. Eight seconds to go. McCool Junction. Oh, we got a penalty flag. Before the play starts, and here comes Nichols. He's going to get the sack. That's going to end the football game, except we have a penalty flag. Two seconds remaining. And they didn't blow the play dead, so I have to think this is offside. That's what I was just going to say. But the thing that kills you, if you're a cool junction, you're going to want the time back on the clock. Did I jump offside again? Yeah. Yeah, they're lining up. How do you make a play here? The officials are discussing what they do here because had it been illegal motion, they would have blown the play dead. They did not. And I said the play before, it looked like Wilcox Hilder kind of jumped in a little early. Right. Maybe they got him this time. But there is a discussion. Well, sometimes this discussion is because a lot of times in a high school game, Doug, this happens a lot where it's only on the offense and the official doesn't blow it dead and should. And then everybody agrees that it should blow it dead, you should have blown it dead. What are they going to do here? couple scores at the half. Miller South East Grand Island, 13-7. Sutton leads Aquinas, 30-6 at the half. And in the third quarter, Wahoo has just scored again, 37-7 over Adams Central. And the White Hat is going to go over and talk to Coach Jared White. Yeah, and, and uh, as much as I love it, all these kids are so ready to go. None of this matters. There's 2.3 seconds left in the game. And Wilcox Hildreth has a two-score lead. None of at this point. This thing. If they don't put time back on the clock, it doesn't matter. You're exactly right. And so let's see what we got. I think they're going to add time. Yep. They're going to add five seconds to it. I think. Well, maybe not. Wilcox Hildreth is upset. Whitehead's actually doing. I have no idea what the call is going to be here, but he's done a nice job going over to McCool Junction side, talking to the coach. Now he's come over to Will Hill's coach, and he's talking to Coach Everhart. And they have not come to the press box, so it doesn't look like we're going to have any more time put on the clock. Yeah, and so there's going to be 2.3 seconds left, and they're going to start it already. The legal forward pass? Is that a legal participation? So here we go. Nonetheless, last play of the game. The cool junction takes the pitch. They're looking for a fake reverse. McDonald throws down the right sideline. Hobbs, he's tackled at the tail of the game is over. 
Sydney Duell with the tackle of the Falcons along the state semifinals with a 70 to 58 from behind win. It was a two attention team that came in with a great game plan, lost their all state type of player in full, the running back and linebacker, and had a 28-point lead in this football game. The Falcons rallied from 28 down to win it, 70 to 58. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think the, the impressive thing is for me is the cool junction didn't just fit the bit in the end and have Wilcox Hildreth came back. After they gave up the lead many times in these games, if somebody gives up the lead like that, does they get washed out. And uh, uh, Junction retook the lead multiple times. So, very, very impressed with them. Uh, I like the resiliency of Wilcox Gilbert. And the rematch, I'm sure they've talked about the way all year. And they've talked about a one more 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 we will take a break and be back with the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show right after this timeout. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers and Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Welcome back to Hildreth. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians taking care of you with a superior standard of care. No referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The final score, Wilcox Hildreth makes a huge comeback to win it 70-58 to over McCool Junction. And I guess where I want to start with this. Now, for not having seen McCool Junction play football, they came down from eight-man. This is their first year in six-man. They end up going eight-and-two, uh, and they played as about as well as they could have possibly played here tonight, and they got beat. Sometimes that just happens. But McCool Junction, Coach Weiss and those guys over there, and unfortunately Hunter Cole got hurt early in the second quarter. They couldn't have played much better than they did tonight. Yeah, no doubt about that, Doug. And I think that's just yeah, you know, It stinks that Hunter Cole gets hurt. You don't get to see them really kind of go out on their shield. But I thought they played tremendous football, very spirited football. You know, several of the mistakes that Wilcox Hildreth made early was because of the pressure that uh, McCool Junction put on Wilcox Hildreth. So they're a great football team. You know, I wasn't sure. I looked at their schedule and thought, man, maybe they haven't beaten anybody. They got beat by Deschler, whom Wilcox Hildreth just hammered. And it looked like that offense for Wilcox Hildreth was just unstoppable. 
coming into this. And but McCool Junction did a fantastic job of stemming that and really, I mean, making this just a fantastic contest. When we talk about McCool Junction, I think the thing, or excuse me, Wilcox Hildreth. Uh, it will be a different game next week. Sometimes you have games like you had here where you make so many mistakes trying to get to next week. You won't have the semifinals. Sometimes you see a lot of mistakes like that because you're trying to get to the finals. For Wilcox Hildreth, next week probably is the finals in a sense. It was the one that you've talked so much about. So the resiliency tonight to prove to yourself that you can play four quarters, all 40 minutes, make a ton of mistakes and still overcome them they actually will ride high into next week going to play Harvard. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. They'll be probably a little more on their game at the start. They'll tell us about that. We will have the game for you uh, next Friday. We'll talk with over at Harvard, and uh, it will depend on what happens with state volleyball brackets when they come out. Uh, what station uh, that goes on, and we will keep you up to date because Sutton is winning tonight over David City Aquinas, 30-12 to 12 on the breeze, 94.5. We will join that game as well here on Power 99 when we get done with the New West Post Game Show. I want to remind you that PlatteRiverPreps.com has the Athlete of the Month brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. We just posted on November's or October slash November Athlete of the Month. Check out who they are at flatriverpress.com, brought to you by B&B Carpet. Let's do our best to bring you the final stats that we had in the football game tonight for McCool Junction, Hunter Cole, six carries, 68 yards, and a touchdown before he was injured. Jake Donnerman, two carries, two yards. Owen McDonald, 10 carries, 17 yards, and or 77 yards, excuse me, 10 carries, 77 yards, three touchdowns. Isaac Melton, three carries, 14 yards. Dana Hobbs, three carries, four yards, and a touchdown. They had two team fumbles for negative 18. 26 rushes, 147 yards. Through the air, McDonald completed that last pass of the game for 10 yards. Everything else was Hobbs. He was four for four for 80 yards in the first half of the touchdown. Six of nine for 91 yards in the second half of the touchdown. 10 of 13, 171 for him and two touchdowns. 181 total through the air, 147 on the ground. 328 yards of total offense, around 11 first downs. Three punts for an average of 31 yards. Seven penalties for 66 yards for McCool Junction. For Wilcox Hildreth, A.J. Jenkins, 31 rushing attempts, 164 yards and two touchdowns. Sid Gruel had one carry for one yard. Bryce DeBiasen, 23 carries, 179 yards, and three touchdowns on the ground for him. They also had two fumbles. So overall, 57 rushing attempts, 328 yards. Through the air, uh, we had uh, Sidney Gruel with a 39-yard touchdown pass, and we better add that in to our uh, final stats. His only pass, and he wasn't supposed to, I mean, it wasn't a set-up pass for him. They ran a reverse with him, and he got hemmed in, and he threw it back over to Jenkins, who not only scored a lot uh, tonight, not that much running it, but had a lot of screen passes that he scored on. So Gruel one for one for 39. Jenkins, uh, he threw it when he had to, only had two completions, uh, one interception, 16 yards out of the seven attempts. And then for Bryce Tobiasen, he was three for four in the first half for 54 yards in the second half. 8 of 11 for 142 yards and three touchdowns. So he was 11 of 15 for three touchdowns in this football game. He 
did not have an interception. He threw for 142, and then you put the rest of it together, 251 through the air, 328 on the ground on the 80-yard field, 579 yards tonight, two punts for an average of 26 yards, the four turnovers all in the first half, and four penalties for 25 yards. Obviously, Larry, they moved the ball as more as the game moved on, and those turnovers in the second quarter were after some long drives. Jenkins actually fumbled it into the end zone once. They were down 30-2, to and it's pretty easy to see why they were down 30-2. to Yeah, and it's one of those deals, Doug, that as a coach, and I've coached some of those games, I had two this year, where you lose a game and you just have all these yards and you can't figure it out. You go back and watch the film and you just make mistakes at the wrong time, and and uh, in this first half, it wasn't because Wilcox Hildreth couldn't move the ball. Now, there were times I felt early that McCool Junction played fantastic defense. They tackled well in the open field and things like that, but they moved the ball all night. 579 is a big number on any size field. We're going to take a break and have a, a little bit of our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau, and we'll be right back. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPak with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPak increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPak is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPak and Enzone from Ag Explorer, 308-468-6206. If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun, Reason Ford in Aurora says, come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Ford in Aurora are greeting more and more folks by their name. It's called Friendly Friesen. Friesen Ford, Aurora. Our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. It's going to be easier to tell you the progression of the game. We had two touchdowns in the first quarter, both by McCool Junction. Cole from 17, McDonald from 1. It was 14 to nothing at the end of 1. We had three touchdowns, and then the safety in the second quarter, McDonald from 1, the safety uh, where they were able to tackle Hobbs in the end zone, and that was the first point of the game for Wilcox Hildreth. Then Hobbs uh, was able to hit Melton on a 63-yard pass play. That's when they went up 30-2, to and uh, Tobias took it in from 18 yards out with uh, 90 seconds to go in the second quarter. The score was 30-10 to McCool Junction at the half. On the first play of the third quarter, a 47-yard run by McDonald put McCool Junction up 37-10, to a 27-point lead in the second half, and then we had six total touchdowns, including three in the final 47 seconds of the third quarter, and that's when we saw 30 unanswered points at one point by Wilcox Hildreth. They finally took the lead in the football game, 40-37, to and then on the very next play after they took the lead, 
the 47-yard pass from Hobbs to Kirkpatrick, and it was 45-40. McCool Junction was still ahead going into the fourth quarter. We had six more touchdowns in the fourth quarter on a fourth and nine. Tobias into Jenkins, it ended up being 49 yards, but it was just about a one-yard pass that he ran in. Then Hobbs answered right back after a good return on the squib kick. They only had to go 20 yards, 52-48 McCool Junction. Then Gruel on fourth and ten, they ran the reverse. They hemmed him in. He threw it to Jenkins, who scored on 39-yarder, to go 54-52. Then the key, kind of Larry talked about that, who's going to get the first stop. After they took the lead, they were able to get the stop on McCool Junction. Tobiasen then hit it to a Jenkins again on a 28-yard touchdown pass to go up by ten with 2.17 to go. The kickoff was returned by McCool Junction, 55 yards. Hobbs started it, and then when he was being tackled at the 30, he turned and pitched it to McDonald, who went the rest of the way, 62-58 to 58 with 2.04 to go. But then they were able to run the clock, run the clock, get a couple of first downs, and on fourth and one, Jenkins took it in from 27 yards out, 56 seconds to go, 70-58. to 58. McCool Junction was able to get down at the 10-yard line as time expired. And that is your scoring wrap, brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Well, coming up, we will switch it over and join Sutton and David City Aquinas, Caleb Henry and David City. Sutton trying to make the state semifinals. Before we do that, here are the scores from today. You can follow along at flatriverpreps.com. In Class A, at the half, Omaha West Side and Billard West are tied at 7. The rest of the games are in the third quarter. Millard South, 17. Grand Island, 14. Elkhorn South, 28. Bellevue West, 24. Omaha Burke, 21. Lincoln Southeast, 7. In Class B, a final. Their first shocker of the night. Waverly has upset McCook, 36-30. to At halftime, at last check, Omaha Ron Colley led Scott's Bluff, 38-14. to In the third quarter, Scott leading Blair, 61 to nothing, and in the third quarter, Seward leads the defending champion York, 20 to 14. In C1, a final. Bishop Newman has come back to upset Pierce, 23 to 21, and they will go to Ord. Ord's only way to get the home game was for Bishop Newman to win. Ord on the road, leading in the third quarter at Ashland Greenwood, 42 to seven. Ord's only loss this year had come to Pierce. Number one, Aurora at the half, leading Gothenburg, 41-14. Third quarter on 12:30 KHAS Wahoo taking care of Adams Central, 38 to seven. And in C2, all of these games are in the third quarter. Centennial leading BRLB, 14-13. Oakland Craig leading Wilbur Claytonia, 28-14. Norfolk Catholic over St. Paul, 49 to nothing. And Sutton leading David City Aquinas, 30 to 12. Six man earlier today, it was Hay Springs over Spalding Academy, 51 to eight. Minotaur over Hyannis, 58-18. Harvard over Tony Kilgore, 70-37. to And Wilcox Hildreth comes from 28 down to beat McCool Junction, 70-58. to Wilcox Hildreth at Harvard next Friday night. That's going to wrap things up here from Hildreth. Thanks to all the fine sponsors, the folks here in Hildreth for their help and accommodations. It was a good night of football. 70-58, to Wilcox Hildreth wins it. You've been listening to the U.S. Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. No matter the activity, U.S. is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll join Sutton and Aquinas in just a moment. We'll have volleyball tomorrow. Minden at Grand Island Central Catholic, 2 o'clock here on Power 99. This is Doug News saying thanks for listening. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com. 
94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So, yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery, and 